from downtown, this is Tim Kitsa from NBA Jam, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka! This week on Nintendo Main, we had a Dragon Quest anniversary, a Marvelous Direct, and a whole lot of new AEW Fight Forever stuff. And Tears of the Kingdom. I'm not down with up. Date, that is. I found a game in the street. <laughs> did didn't you yeah there's a you did we have a we have an event here uh audio oh well uh, you know whatever um we'll, we'll we'll get to that our our patrons get to see yeah there's there's video for patrons welcome to nintendo main podcast episode 373 your place to hear nintendo fans talk about tears of the kingdom again but also upcoming games and it's about that time it's almost direct season again so i can feel it if you can feel it coming just wait for the, the air tonight just, just Hold wait, on. yeah. Just, just wait for the uh, the never-ending E3. It's going to happen in about a week. Even though we, E3 doesn't exist, it still exists. Now it's now it's just everywhere. Now just everyone does directs, and then you just watch them all separately yeah. instead of having them all in one place. And that'll be what's happening. Or you don't even have to watch them, and you can just see everyone talking about them and yep. put it together in your head yourself. And we are your hosts. Those voices that you've heard here are our names. Uh, we are your hosts. I'm Trey Exploding Superkick Johnson. I'm Jeremy. Tears of two days. Mikowski. I'm John. Monster Jam. Knitter. <laughs> you <Yeah>. too? Yep. <laughs> well, do you want to, I guess, we, you know, we've already talked about it a little bit here, but do you want to just tell them about your uh, your discovery in the street here before we do anything else? Sure. Yeah, I was uh, walking to work today and I was a little bummed because it's, it's kind of a long walk and, you know, I've done it a couple times this week. And, uh, but I, you know, I guess it was, it was, uh, not that bad today. Cause I looked down and there was a switch game in the street in front of me, just laying right there, wow. you know, a familiar form. I thought oh, maybe it's like an SD card or something like that, but I saw the red tag and yep, that's a switch game. And so I picked it up and it is monster jam steel Titans two. There it is. Monster Jam Steel Titans 2. It's like plural too, right? Or no, it's just Monster Jam, not Monster Jams, like music. Steel Titans is plural. Like like one jam. I'm surprised that there's actually even a physical version of this game. Like like this kind of, this automatically screams like uh, shovelware to me when when I see it. (laughs) So it's like, I don't know. I'm surprised there was actually a physical version. And one even that somebody lost or threw out of their car or did whatever they did to it. Yeah. Um, I wonder if it, yeah, it could be a rare game in the future. Maybe. Well, this one, there's a little bit of damage. It looks like it was possibly run over by a car or something. A monster truck, probably. A monster. Probably. I mean, maybe this is just how it was made because it's appropriate, you know? They were like, we didn't didn't have the glue. We didn't have the glue to seal the cartridges, but luckily we had monster trucks. Yeah, we just monster jammed them. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, it's probably be a little bit more crushed if it was uh, driven over by a monster truck. Wow, monster truck defender over here! Hey, they they cra- they crash entire cars. That's their thing. They do. That's what they That's do. <laughs> they drive over cars and crush them. So I think they could crush a a switched cartridge. 
but examining it, it the pins look fine the only part that is kind of broken is the case you can kind of see like there's a little piece at the edge that flips up so i'm wondering if i'm gonna have trouble putting it in my switch but we'll find out we'll find out right now does this game work have you ever found a game on the ground jeremy like walking around life a game a um, video game video game i don't think so i mean unless i did like find like a bunch of games in the trash one time and they were i think it was like back behind a GameStop or something i remember that was like a huge deal and i found like a, a shit ton of um they were playstation one games hmm. but out of all of them i only think like two of them worked Oh yeah. like th- there's a reason they were all in the trash hmm. but and they were really shitty games too i think one was like toy story or something like that if i remember correctly and it, it was really glitchy because it would skip and stuff but it did technically function so yeah i don't think other than that i've just found a game you ever found one trey uh, well, I mean, I worked at a bar for a while, so we we found them at the bar. Like when I was at Enjoy, and this was right right around when it came out too. I think we found like a copy of Pokemon Sun, the Pokemon Sun oh, wow. 3DS game at the bar. I didn't find it, but like the person I was working with found it, and he didn't have a 3DS, so he gave it to me. So I got so oh, I got cool. Pokemon Sun for free. And I gave it to Jess. I was like, "You could play it," but I don't. But they never got around to, to playing it. But it was like, <laughs> but I was like, "Hey, you know, somebody found this on the floor. Uh, here you go. Uh, play, you know, play a Pokemon game." Um, but they had already. I, I mean, I think I gave Jess like uh, Pokemon Ruby or like one of the Game Boy Advance. So they had tried it like when we first started dating. But uh, but yeah, I remember that. And also at the Owl, I think we found. Uh, I think we found like Smash Brothers or something like like Switch cartridge. But the manager I was working with, he kept it. So that's where that went. But yeah, I found a couple like new games on the ground at a bar, but that's, you know, bars, you know, you get drunk and you forget things. So nice. a friend of my friend, Justin found like $400 on the floor of uh, Stell's when we were there. So wow. wow. In a, in a like cash in an envelope. And we asked that her, we, games. I mean, we asked around if anybody had lost anything or whatever without like saying what it was, you know, and uh, he ended up keeping it and he, uh, he bought us all around and he went and bought a DS with it. He bought a DS and, and Mario Kart DS with this four hundred dollars that he found on the floor to sell. So <laughs> it's also kind of cool. like it was kind of like you know we felt a little weird about it because like well what if that was somebody's like paycheck or something and they lost right. it and we talked to all the That's people probably what it was we talked to all the people that were at our table like asking them if they had lost an envelope or anything like that or if or, or if they had an envelope with them or whatever and nobody said right and we said the same thing to the bartenders like if they if there was an envelope that they had or they might have dropped or whatever you know we didn't say like hey yeah, did anybody did anybody lose four hundred dollars you know because obviously you're right. gonna say yeah i did so we were just actually i did like back then i was up there yeah so yeah. that's what we did we tried to like we tried to be cool about it and like you know be like has anybody you know seen it and yeah justin he said that he felt that he felt the need to look down and then he like the universe told him to find uh huh. four hundred dollars yeah he's like i felt like i needed to look down and he looked down and found this and found this envelope of money i was like okay but he bought us, okay. yeah, he bought us all beer. So he spent like a hundred dollars, like on on buying drinks for everybody there, and then he went and bought a two D and bought a DS with it. Nice. I've been pretty fortunate in regards of finding games. You know, I found my my Pac Man machine. I found Rad Racer two in an alley somewhere, and then I found a well, somebody found a box full of stuff. You know, back when I worked at the arcade, and that's how I got that Zelda Gray Gray disc and a couple mm-hmm. of Xbox and PlayStation games. But uh, this game that I found now, Monster Jam 2, let's see if it works. All right. Now, this is another momentous occasion because this will be the first time that I remove Tears of the Kingdom from my Switch. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm kind of scared. See, so you have your name on your, on your Switch there in case you forgot. You I got, do. You got it labeled. Yeah, I brought it to a Switch party some time ago, and that will... 
That'd be a good idea to just leave it on there. I labeled it. Uh, we did that, Trey, when I came over after we got the switches and like I had put little like orange tape on all my stuff. Oh, yeah, so the controllers, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Can I fit that it in there? Because this, this little raised piece on the edge, let's stop it. Yeah, you don't want to mess it up. I don't want to try it or anything. Yeah. But it's Monster Jam. Right. <laughs> you got to jam it. You got to jam, jam it in there. Looks like it's not working very well. It's having a little trouble fitting in. I mean, I mean, don't we all? I mean, don't we all? Damn it, Trey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's Maybe that's why some kid threw it out the window, because it wouldn't fit in their Switch. Maybe so. You don't fit in. You need to go. You can't stay here anymore, Monster Jam. You gotta go live in the forest. <laughs> I could probably super Actually, it. Yeah, I wonder if you couldn't just open it up and take half of it off, you know what I mean, to make it thinner, and then just, yeah. as long as the contacts are touching... Do you have it in the Inside. right way? But you know what? <laughs> sure I would actually, actually you know which way it goes maybe out. not do that yeah. because it's got like the uh, the little clicky thing. So it's got like a mechanism and you don't want anything to get stuck in there. Does the right. d- does the picture go towards the front or the back? I, I, I rarely ever do the, the take the physical thing I think thing it goes towards of, the front. It goes towards the front, right? Yeah. I think so. It's kind of weird. I just take mine out, but. I just took my Tears of the Kingdom out and I didn't even look. Yeah. It goes toward the front. Yep. And that's where you, the way you try to put it in. Sure. Yep. Well, it's not fitting, so I don't want to force it in. Okay. Well, but you have to wait till next time to find yeah, out. I'm super gluing it or something. Whether monster and jams worked or not. I think I could also just snap this piece of loose plastic off. You could. I mean, you could. If you're any- going to damage anything, damage the cartridge. Don't damage your switch. Yeah, right. I was going to say. I mean, you could. You could totally break it off. What are you going to lose? Nothing. You got. It. You found it on the ground. You didn't pay any money for it. You just found it. True. I'm going to try super gluing it first. See if I can get it back into shape. Well, make sure you work, <laughs> make sure it's all dry so it doesn't get super glued into your switch forever. <laughs> and, right. then, and then it's just always Monster Jam for you. That'd be pretty terrible. It'll be your Monster all Jam right. switch. <laughs> More on that next week. And back home you go, Zelda. Here you go. <laughs> yeah, it can real really be it's uh, a delicate archaeological scenario. Well, uh, yeah, I guess I have to wait till next episode. But let's start off the show as we normally do and talk about games that we got and games that we've been playing that aren't Tears of the Kingdom. Once again, I'm the only Uh-oh. one who's playing anything else. But that's because this little game called Warhammer 4000 Bolt Gun came out last week, and it's great. I love that game. I basically, after last, after we recorded last week, I just played, I just played Bolt Gun until I got stuck. Like I got to this really crazy boss part where they throw about a hundred enemies at you and a giant boss at the same time, and I died at it about like six or seven times. And I'm kind of like, all right, I need a break because I can't get through this. So I hope I'm not like stuck there forever, but. This game really reminds me a lot of Doom, of regular Doom 2016, which I said last week. But it's very much like the same sort of thing, where you go to an area, they throw a bunch of monsters at you, you gotta move around and shoot them all, and then you go to the next area and they throw you another horde of monsters to destroy. But it's fun, yeah, it's uh, it's enjoyable for, you know, I don't know anything about Warhammer at all, but the game is still fucking fun. And I figured out how to taunt, you can like click in the right stick to taunt, and you will just randomly be like, I will be your end, and you'll like, <laughs> you'll yell at people and point at them and whatever, and it's it's funny. You can like uh, you can yell at them and then put your chainsaw sword through them and then yell at them again and yeah it's a fun game I, I beat what is it There's like full chapters so I got to the end of a chapter and there's like a little cutscene and whenever you switch from one chapter to another it actually starts you with no weapons so you got to get all your weapons back again That's kind of that kind of sucks It's like why do you have to start me from Did my character like die and now I'm a different character So that kind of sucks You have to get everything again But now I have a gun It's called like the Melta gun But you can but you can geo mod You can destroy walls with it So that's pretty cool. But it's like a big, like, kind of like a flamethrower shotgun sort of thing. But the weapons are fun. The characters are fun. And it's, yeah, it's good pixely, bloody madness. Like, I recorded a 30-second video of me blowing up a guy and his brain flying at me. 
like the brain, like you can see the brain sprite. Like it went, it flew at me and like landed like right next to me and like kind of just slid down the ground. It was wonderful. So you gotta <laughs> say a one liner like, uh, oh, now I see what you were thinking. Yeah. Or something like that. I will land you. It's like the, the guy's voice is kind of squealy, but kind of angry at the same time. It's, it's funny. <laughs> like when you do the taunts. But yeah, it's, it's cool. It's, it's, it's a great game. Like I've been, been really enjoying it. And hopefully I, I'll go back and try to beat that boss again. And, yeah, it's just, uh, I was just like listening to podcasts and just, just destroying people, blowing people up and having their brains go all over the place. Um, there's actually another, for the most, uh, for most of the weekend, actually, Jess went out of town to go to a bachelorette party thing for a friend of ours. So I was kind of all by myself for most of the weekend. Who got married? Is it anyone I know? It's for Caroline's wedding. Oh, okay. It was, it was her, okay, uh, okay, so okay. yeah, you know her sort of, uh, it was, it was, but they're not getting married till like August, but it's, I guess because of like Memorial day. Cause she's a teacher and that's like, you know, yeah, extra anyway, they basically like, she has a house and her mom has a house in Indiana and they like a big like lake house or whatever. And they just all just went there and hung out there for the weekend and just stayed there for like a day and then came back. And then we went to see Pedro the lion and then they went back again and then came back because we, cause Jeff bought the Pedro tickets like a long time ago. Whenever they went on sale, obviously, because they go out, they sell out really quick. But yeah, I was I was sitting at home, but also um, I'm I'm I I have a guest spot coming up for uh the games my mom found podcast with Mike, who's been on our show before. Yeah, cool. He, they're doing uh Sean Connery's uh I think one and only video game from Russia with Love for GameCube. What well, he was totally in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. The the game <laughs> that he was uh that he did no a voice no the, on the NES. Well, he didn't do a voice, but he was in there. You get, it totally looks like him in the... In well, the, sure. Like yeah. Yes, his character's in there. But I'm saying that he came in, he sat in a seat, they put like fucking ping pong balls on his face, and they did motion capture and all that stuff. And it has my favorite thing in it, as behind the scenes uh, making of videos in there. So uh, I love those. I watched all of them. There's like three of them. You unlock them. You like gain points from for beating the missions, and then you unlock them. But yeah, it's, I mean, it's like GoldenEye, but it's based on one of the first Bond movies. I thought From Russia With Love was like three... Was it like three or four? Or maybe Goldeneye was, or not Goldeneye. I think Goldfinger was three, so maybe it was four. But yeah, uh, it was a, Sean Connery was only in like four or five of those first ones. But it was one of those very, very, very first ones. And he said that it was, in the video, it said it was his favorite game. so Or his favorite movie. But yeah, he came back and did his lines again, and they'd have stuff from the movie and all that. And it's, it's, it was a fun game. I, I beat it. I beat it in a couple days. It's not really that long. But it's very much like Goldeneye. It's like that same sort of thing. Uh, there's a lot of like... Um, there's a lot of like driving missions that are kind of cool, like sort of like a little mini Grand Theft Auto autoy thing, like where you you know you get in his car and you shoot and you shoot other cars and you drive to places and you'll exit and you'll do a little mission and then you'll come out and get in the car again and drive to another thing. So that's kind of cool. And there's a lot of boat missions in there too, where you're uh, where somebody will drive the boat around and you have a big gun and you shoot and you shoot off the back of the boat. So that's so that was fun. I mean, there's there's a lot of fun stuff in it, but I, I had a good time with the game. There were like a couple of levels that were kind of annoying, but you can you can upgrade your stuff kind of RPG ish. Like you you found these you find these uh, schematics in the game and you get points and you can use the points to upgrade your weapons and your armor and your like Q gadgets and stuff like that. So I so I upgraded my armor to where it was like almost it was like the meter was bigger than the life meter and that helped a lot. So and if anybody wants to go back and play from Russia with Love, uh, make sure and upgrade that armor. It'll it'll, it'll save you. But I, I think I think I got this from like a disc replay or something maybe. But mm-hmm. I I bought this game for five dollars and I never really played it. So it was cool to actually play it through for a podcast. And I, I the only, I only played it once. I played it. I turned it on just to make sure it worked. And I played the very first level, and that was it. That's all I did. But yeah, it's gonna. We're recording it over the weekend, so it'll be that'll be fun. So I so I played through all of that like over the weekend. And also, um, I basically just watched. I, I played Bolt Gun, uh, Bond, 
and watch wrestling. That's that was my weekend because there was a big there was a big uh, pay per view on Sunday, as I said last week. And uh, yeah, it's like five hours of wrestling. So I just I watched it live. It. I watched it live, which is harder, which is not as fun as I thought because the the app kept fucking up and had to like reload it or whatever because it was breaking because too many people watching it at once or whatever. Is the uh, commentary in real time like? Because I'm used to seeing that, but I always I always wonder if it's like there's some post involved. No, they're there. I mean, they're okay. they're there at the uh, event. Like they sit by the ring and and you, you know what? Actually, it. I knew that because I I've watched the like the, so I, I've watched like the the announcers speaking after the uh, Owen Hart incident. Oh yeah, no, no. I mean, all of it's live. Well, yeah, for the most part. Like they, so what is it? They're they're like Rampage show isn't live. They they record at the same time they record dynamite they just played on a different day but wcw did that too i always it I always mix up rampage and thunder in my head because they're kind of the same show if you watched any of the 90s wcw stuff aw and wcw are very close in the way they do things contrary to what uh to, whatever um tony khan says i think uh eric bischoff always calls them out and says that they're doing stuff that he did in wcw and i'm like well yeah kind of they kind of are but that's fine because i like that stuff but it's it's video game apparent because you know the AEW games coming out in a few weeks at the end of the month. Yeah. And there was a there was a new trailer. There wasn't any, there wasn't really anything new to it. But what's really cool, and I kind of just randomly woke up because most of the time I, I wake up kind of late, you know, late in the afternoon. But I got up at eleven today, and you know I get up and I check my email and I'll check Twitter and see you know see what's going on or whatever. And I check Twitter and it's like, hey, uh, a, a All Elite Wrestling Arcade is is streaming today, and I'm like, oh cool. So I turned it on. Because they stream at 11 a.m. And we talked about last week, they did the video where they showed some of the wrestling stuff. And I think they're just going to keep streaming Fight Forever every week at 11 a.m. Central. So, you know, if you want to watch it on Twitch, they're going to have wrestlers come in and play the game. But they're going to unveil stuff every time. So this time, they showed off the character models for the Young Bucks. Because they're a tag team, uh, Matt and Nick Jackson. They were actually the main reason that I started liking AEW to begin with. Because I think they're very talented. And they do, like, this rolling suplex. It's really cool. And they do a lot of, like, flippy moves and, like, high kicks. And that's, that's where my... Uh, that's where my middle name came from when I said excluding super kick, super kick, because during the pay-per-view, uh, one of them, one of them like got, it, it was anarchy in the arena is what it was called. So you can basically fight anywhere. So they fight all over the stadium, you know, and they record it and they cut to different parts and all that. And uh, was it John Moxley was fighting one of the young bucks in a, in a truck in like the back of a truck and they left him there and he went back to the ring and then he came back from the truck and he comes into the ring and he kicks his head and his foot explodes when he hit him. It was amazing. It was amazing. Like I, I sent you a, yeah. a little snippet yeah. of it from Twitter. A foot explodes. Yeah. Well, he kicks him in the head, and it like, psh, you know, it's like has like a. There's like a spark. It's like a pyro it. thing coming yeah. out of it, kind of. You know, it's like a. That's fucking cool. It's, it's like a firework in your foot. You know, I don't know how. Yeah. I don't know how they did it. It must have been some sort of strike only. Some you know, but shoe or something. Yeah, but it's like a. Yeah, you, you kicks him, and it's like psh, it makes a big. You know, makes a big boom, and there's like sparks come out of it, and they probably did it in post. It was pretty cool. <laughs> no, it was it was that was live. It was yeah. I was like, wow, how did they do that? But yeah, I was really impressed by that. That that last match was was pretty great. Those last two matches were great. But they did a they did a little promo thing for the for the game where they showed like the the four pillars match, which was a uh, MJF is the is like the main. Uh, yes, he's the world champion now, and he went up against mm. uh, Darby Allen and and uh, Jungle Boy Jack Perry. And uh, Sammy Guevara. So they did a so they did like a little mock up of that in the game, like with the double or nothing in the double or nothing venue that you can play in the game and all that. So it's it's cool that it's all like promo time. So now they can do that. So they showed they showed the new Young Bucks models. Um, they played around with them for a while. They did like a one v one Nick Nick versus Matt. You know, they haven't shown any of the tag team stuff yet because they said they're not going to do it yet, but they're going to. So. 
evil uh, evil uno was doing it you know he's actually he's been like kind of like the main marketing guy for the for aw fight forever i haven't seen his character model in the game but if for some reason he didn't make it in there that'd be really sad because i feel like he's been like hustling this game for like years you know whenever you see like something on ign with any of the wrestlers it's like evil uno and dan Housen and nyla rose like they're almost always at all of the video game stuff so like you know and i feel like he know. i mean i know kenny omega did a lot of the ideas or de- development a lot uh, a lot of it but evil uno if you ever listen to him talk about the old n64 games like he knows like all of the behind the scenes stuff and all that like like I-, I didn't even know you could remove the masks of like the luchadors and like the original uh, world tour thing like he said that on ign's podcast but he knows a lot of shit like about those original n64 games which is really cool so it adds another layer of like how you know how much faith i have in how great this game's going to be and all that I got a question. Has there ever been a wrestling game where you could actually take the match all over the stadium? I mean, like, like fluidly, like so, so there there were some, but not like not like seamlessly. Like I know I remember there were some WWE ones where you could fight in different rooms that were like kind of connected to the ring, but it didn't yeah. feel like you had like the whole stadium to run around. Supposedly the the guy uh, M Dickey is he apparently he's been working on that forever for Wrestling Empire oh. and that's supposed to be an update a free roaming mode where you can like fight anywhere and there's like a city and I'm like I hope that comes to it because it looks insane like I've watched videos that he's posted of it but yeah he wanted to do like a full free roaming mode where you could like go outside and fight in the street and cars and stuff wow. it's it's very intense. But I guess he never finished it because he's trying to work out all the kinks and stuff with it. But I'm like, damn, if that ever like comes to fruition, like that's going to be insane. But uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I would love them to. Uh, hopefully, they do something like that with Fight Forever because yeah, they do uh, they do stuff where um where they do like where you fight everywhere. I know they've done. I know in the WCW ones on on N64, you could make it like Falls Count Anywhere, which was really fun, where you could pin people on the ground outside of the ring and all that. You could do those and do that in those games, but you couldn't necessarily leave the ring area. But hopefully you can do that in this one. But yeah, they, they showed some stuff with the Young Bucks. Uh, they showed Eddie Kingston, which there was... They had actually showed some early pictures of him online where he looked really weird. And everybody's like, man, he looks like shit. So they showed it. So they made sure and showed a new version of him. And they're like, no, this is what he looks like. He actually looks like him. The one that was online, he kind of looked like Rondy Dangerfield, actually, is what I thought. I was going to I was gonna comment that. I was like, get, get no respect, man. He kind of he looked like that. But he, he sort of looks like that anyway. And they said uh, Brody Lee. Brody Lee was a wrestler. Uh, he was part of the Dark Order. He died like a couple years ago. And his son was actually there playing the game with yeah. Ono. So his son is a negative one, you know, because all the Dark Order... They all have different numbers, so they called him Negative One because he's younger, you know, so on and so forth. But I, I've seen him on the, you know, and he and they played the game, and it, it's cool to just see them just sit in the hotel and just play the game and just regular people. I'm imagine they're just going to keep doing that every week and unveil and just show like new stuff. Like they've been doing one on one. Maybe next week they'll do tag team ones or or like the what is it the exploding barbed wire death match? Like I saw that was a was an option in the exhibition modes. That was that was a pay per view with um. What was it? John Moxley and Kenny Omega, I think, had a match worth exploding uh, barbed wire. Even though I think it didn't actually explode, it's what happened. And it kind of was a little bit of a, didn't work quite right. So I guess they, they fixed the exploding stuff with the exploding uh, super kick. But I mean, I'm excited. I'm super, you know, I'm totally in a, I'm totally in a fighting game mood now. I pre-ordered Street Fighter last week, Street Fighter Six for PS4. Wow. Uh, because I'm very excited about it. And uh, it hasn't downloaded yet. I don't know how that works. I, I looked online, I guess the... PlayStation 1, it won't actually preload until, like, the day of or the day before or something like that. Where on Switch, it'll, rec- it'll preload, like, the week before. But it, they already charged me for it, so that's fine. But what's really cool on the PlayStation Store is there's a timer. It gives you a timer that will tell you the exact time when you can play it. 
So it's not, so, you know, know, there's so many times that we've been not, we don't know when the game's coming out or whatever. And right when I bought it, it said, all right, this many days, this many hours, this many minutes, this many seconds. And there's like a countdown there. And I'm like, why doesn't every game do that? Why can't we do that in the eShop? That would be, that would be great. So we would know like when the release time was, like whether it comes out at midnight or like 2 p.m. the next day or whatever. Like I was kind of blown away by that. And I was also blown away by, by, I, I bought my first PS5 game because you get two games for one. You get a PS, you get PS4 and PS5 for buying yep. a for buying one game. Like you get both of them. Uh, I guess Capcom's doing that for everything because I was looking at, you know, I, I'm going to get the Resident Evil remake eventually. I was waiting for it to go on sale, but I check it every once in a while to see what the price is. And I saw that you do the same thing. You buy Resident Evil 4 for PlayStation 4 or 5 and you get both. You get PS4 and 5. Could you imagine if Nintendo ever did that? Like if they you bought like Breath of the Wild on Wii U and you get a Switch version like at the same time? They would never do that, ever. I just couldn't believe that Capcom did that. I, I felt like that was unheard of. Like, isn't that hurting your sales or something? If they're, you're selling like two games, and they're not even selling it for seventy bucks, it's for sixty dollars for two games. You know, it's not even doing the PS5 seventy dollar price. I was just like blown away by that. I was like, damn. Well, what's great is, um, so I bought Village like you know last year on the PS4, mm-hmm. and because it's Capcom, like I do have Resident, I do have Village on the PS. I have the PS5 version. That oh, I got oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, you told and me. I bought it yeah. for like I think I bought it for like ten bucks, or you know, it was a really good price, like because it was on super sale. So yeah, I got two games for like ten bucks. Pretty awesome, technically, I guess. Yeah, I remember you told me you played Village on PS5, which you should still play through the rest of that game. That game's really good. I mean, well, you know, obviously, whenever you get but tired of the same thing happened with uh, obviously uh, uh what's called the cyber game, whatever. Oh, I can't uh, what it's called. Um, uh, Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk, yeah. Cyberpunk 77. Yeah, that was both. And then um, there was a couple more. Red Dead. No, not Red Dead. Uh, just a, a lot of games are like that, like just automatically, because I think they were they were trying to close the stopgap to make people feel like they actually still have games for their new system, which I have like something like 50 games for the PS5 just because of what's transferred and what's been free. Actually, you know what? It. I wonder if, because I've bought, I mean, I bought Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 7, like, did I automatically get those as PS5 games, too? I didn't really look. You might. If, if they've done a PS5 update of it. Oh, the yeah. The thing is that all your shit from the PS4 goes to the PS5. So any any PS4 game will just transfer right over. So mm. a lot of the free games they give you are PS4 games, but a few are PS5 games. I would love to see Nintendo do that with the Switch, too, if that ever if that ever mm-hmm. came around. Like, and it, and it really helps like push people onto the next system. It's like, hey, you know, maybe you don't want to get the PS5 yet, but you automatically now you have a game for it. You know, you buy a new game. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's on your other system too, and you can probably do mm-hmm. cross saves too. I, I can imagine, right? Because they're like tied to yep. your to your um, name and all that, your profile. So, yep. So that's cool. Um, there was one more thing on the. Did you, did you watch the stream? Then I take it, John. You said you you recognized you saw negative one and uh, Eve Luno and all that. Um, I watched the the one with Orange Cassidy. I didn't watch. Oh, okay. You didn't watch the one this, this week. week. No. Okay. Um, but they said they they hinted a little stuff. They said they kind of mentioned that there might that. They said there that there will be or there might be a deluxe version announced at a later day. And I see if they say that, that means they're probably gonna be one. And it made it sound like maybe it was a deluxe physical one. So I'm like, uh you know, last week I talked about like getting one that came with a shirt or something like that. And then when he said there was like a deluxe one, I was like, uh oh. I might have to I might have to get that. Depending on what it is. But if it's like a physical one that comes with like a statue or something, I'm totally gonna want to get it. <laughs> you know? But it's but it's it's exciting. Like it's very it's cool. Like I they played for like forty minutes and I just laid in bed and watched it and it was it's great. They played as like uh played as Nyla Rose and uh Chris Statlander because she just came back in the in the pay per view and 
you know, just kind of just went and just picked all the people they could play as of now. And they said that they're just going to keep unveiling stuff every week. And it reminds me of like uh, Smash Brothers Brawl on Wii, like when they did that, when they showed like a new character every week, if you remember that, where they were kind of like counting mm-hmm. it down. Like I thought that was really cool. So, so yeah, more, more power to you. Let's do it. And uh, what was that? I was playing Capcom versus SNK2 earlier today while I was editing our Patreon episode. Because I'm in a fighting game mood. I'm in a wrestling mood. And Capcom versus SNK, SNK2 is... I love Marvel versus Capcom 2, but I think... But I but Capcom versus SNK2 is so good. It's probably one of... It's probably my favorite versus game. It's one of my favorite, if not my favorite. And we used to play that game, Jeremy. We used to play it at the... At the uh, Indiana Camp, if you remember it, the Capcom versus SNK2 yeah. game. It had all those. It, it had weird animations, like where the characters would react to each other depending on who they were, and yeah. it was basically the you know it was the combination of like of like Fatal Fury and Samurai Showdown and like all these other like SNK games versus uh, Street Fighter and and Morrigan from, from one other game. But and and I don't think they brought like in uh, Mega Man or anything like that. But it was still really cool because it was like these two big fighting games like coming together and fighting each other. And I was like, that's awesome. And Morgan's from Deathstalkers, right? Yeah. And it, it was a uh, King of Fighters. That's the other one I was trying to think about. Yeah. King of Fighters and Fatal Fury and like Samurai Showdown and like those type of characters. And I think even like, um, the Kari Warriors guys are in that game in the Capcom vs. SNK2 game. So like, it's, yeah, it's, it's a great game. And I just, you know, I, I plugged it in. I was, I was playing it and I, and it's still awesome. It's still super fast. Like it has hardly any loading and it's a badass game. But my plan is I'm going to start streaming a different less, a different wrestling game every week on twitch.tv slash Nintendo main podcast until fight forever comes out. So this Monday I'm planning on streaming legends of wrestling two on GameCube, which I bought. It's kind of like my from Russia with love thing. I bought it for really cheap and I barely played it. So I'm going to stream it on Monday and I'm just going to stream a different wrestling game until the week of of June 29th. And then I'll probably stream AW5 Forever also when it launches at midnight or depending however I get it. Even if I get a physical copy, I might still get a digital one just to get it at midnight just because I won't be able to wait. But yeah, that's what I've been doing. Well, me, I've only played one thing, which we'll talk about later. But I actually got out of town for a couple of days and took a break. So that's why I said uh, tears of two days earlier. I uh, literally had to take a break from Zelda. I got pulled away from it to do something else. And I would not have wanted my Switch there. I know the Switch is portable, but I was at a music festival and it was on a, you know, it's a camping music festival and it was just crazy dusty. Like there's just like, it was so dry. They were literally like trucks were going around and dumping water on the paths and stuff to like minimize the dust, but that didn't help. And so like, I saw a lot of people wearing masks. That's kind of cool. But it was because of the dust. I was kind of, yeah. I mean, you sent me that video of Mastodon. And you're like in uh, the pit, like right with like hundreds of people around you. I'm like, uh, no, I was standing really far back. Like, oh, it looked like you I, were like, I zoomed in. Okay, I just kind of imagined like whenever I used to go to Riot Fest, where I go see something, and I'm just basically like, I'm there, and there's like people around me for as long as you can see, you know. And it's just kind of like, uh, that would kind of freak me out a little bit. Very briefly, but um, not long at all. It was more or less just like. It was the last Mastodon song, and I just got like the ants in my pants to just run up there and see what, see what would happen. And uh, I was a dumb dumbass that went in with a beer, a can of beer, and like it immediately got smashed and like exploded everywhere. And I was like, oh, I, I should probably not be in the pit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that beer, you, I, I could have told you that beer wasn't going to make it. <laughs> uh, everybody <laughs> told me that after yeah. the fact. So you're not the first. Yeah, you probably were just like, I need to go now, and then your beer is just. But you know, it was a really cool. It was a really cool experience. I. uh went to um it was kind of near peoria on the other side you know where chillicothe is okay oh really yeah it was in 
It was in Chillicothe, and uh, okay, yeah, I know this that, huge but... music festival. It's like four days long. I just went to the last two days, but Shauna was already there, so I was able to meet them and or meet her, and um, she had already set up the the campsite and everything for us. We were originally going to stay in the the van, but it was just too hot. Like, mm-hmm. there's just no way. Like, there'd have to be like a some kind of ventilation system in the van, and uh, probably sh- she needs a generator for that sort of situation to like really keep ac and stuff going so yeah it's it just it just wasn't meant to be to stay in the van but you know we, we had a tent to stay in and uh it was nice and a ton of friends like I, I would say our campsite was probably like 15 or 16 people all kind of in like you know just a mini like nomadic community and that's one of the coolest things is just like the whole it's just this little village that springs up overnight and uh I had so much fun and it was a very diverse music festival. Like I said, I saw Mastodon. I also saw Willie Nelson the same day. That's cool. And I saw Wolfpack and Les Claypool. I saw Girl Talk. That was Girl Talk. Yeah, I saw, I, that was the second time I've seen Girl Talk. I've yeah, never seen Girl Talk, see... but I, I liked, there was that one album that I loved. Was it, I forget what it was the Animals. Maybe. Yeah. Or Night Ripper. Night Ripper is really good. I too. think it was Night Ripper. Yeah. Yeah. Girl Talk. I saw at Bonnaroo 2009. That's the last time I seen them. And then, yeah, I saw them. And so, and likewise, I hadn't seen Mastodon, which I did do the I did do the uh, research. It was 2003 in Louisville. Yeah, you said you said that that we went to go see him and and uh, right at uh, Crazy Fest, but I thought we hadn't. I I didn't think we went to Crazy Fest like post 2002. I didn't either, but that was literally like you can. I I, I consulted multiple yeah sources and that was the last one and if you remember we were planning on going to the to the one the year after and then that's when we found oh, okay out yeah maybe, maybe we did go in 2003 i thought so that i you, yeah, i thought that you and go. i you and i like basically were like we're gonna go to crazy fest every year because it's such a good lineup so was that when we stayed yeah. at brian's house yes yeah I when we so. played like uh he had the main capcom versus k2 yeah, well we played that but also um he, he had he had like the main emulator and we played like uh Sailor Moon and like uh, uh, the Captain America game and like uh, X Men and we we played through a bunch of those all, like beat 'em up. We played games. all the way through the Simpsons arcade and uh, uh, the Ninja Turtles arcade, which we hadn't. Yeah, I don't think either of us have been able to play it since the arcades. And we played Sailor Moon also, and we played Resident yeah. Evil Zero. I remember playing that game. Yeah. there. Because he had it right, like uh, we, yeah. like we were, yeah. It was, yeah, it was weird. We were just and, and this... I was doing, little, I was doing little plays with them where they were, like talking to each other. Yeah, because you could control the two characters at once, and then you'd have them yeah. talk to each other in the game. It was like, dude, there was this big spider that was here. You should have saw it. <laughs> yeah, but in case anyone doesn't know, Les Claypool's the bass player from Primus. He was with his band Les Claypool and the Frog Brigade, um, and they were doing, they were playing a lot of Pink Floyd songs, specifically off of the album Animals. I guess that's just what they're like touring now. So they like just played like note for note perfect, like Pink Floyd covers, and they were really good. And I mean, I'm not one to like, you know, cover bands can be fun sometimes, but when somebody goes through the effort of like actually like doing the album sequentially and getting it all right, like that's super impressive. And so, yeah, it, it also happens to be my favorite Pink Floyd album. So that was cool to see. And then Wolfpack, if anybody's heard of them, they're kind of like a funky, maybe even kind of disco-y kind of band. Super cool and fun. Like I would recommend looking that up if you just like funky bass lines and like kind of fun, groovy music uh, with really like nice vocals and harmonies and stuff. And uh, yeah, it was just so cool. And seeing Willie Nelson play, like I've never... You know, Trey, I I would liken it to when you got to see Jerry Lee Lewis. It's just like, that's a legend. That's a fucking legend. Like, no matter what, I was just in awe of the fact that that's, you know, Willie Nelson. 
And while he's playing, he's like, I, I wrote this song with Waylon Jennings in 1973. Or you know what I mean? Like he's saying like these little stories in between his songs and, and uh, all, you know, most of his songs that I think he probably chose to set for, you know, the festival. And it's like songs about smoking pot and about like defending people that are like marginalized and just a lot of really cool stuff. And, you know, people that were mad about his music, he has a whole song that's like, well, if you don't like what I'm playing and you don't like the people I attract start writing your own songs you know that was i know just like seeing this 90 year old man up there like just smiling beaming his voice was like just as powerful and strong as you would like ever think you know maybe he's not like a whaler but you know he's got a nice really pretty voice and a really like i don't know it's hard to say it's a very pure voice and to hear that coming out of a 90 year old man and still sounding so good like it was awesome it, it gave me a little right. more hope in myself than my future <laughs> and he, of course he's playing guitar and yeah he had his family there a lot of his band was like his descendants like his son was one of them i think his granddaughter sang with him you know like um it was pretty cool yeah, so I just, I don't know. I had, I had a good weekend and um, I thought about Zelda. I talked to people about Zelda, but I didn't play Zelda. That's fine. For the weekend, at least. You don't have to do it all the time. It, 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 yeah, it kind of reminded me of like of Riot Fest, like on the diversity. Because yeah, it's like, mm-hmm. it's same with like Riot Fest. Like there was one day where I saw like Ice Cube and like Motorhead and Jerry Lee Lewis, like in the same day. Like it was very much like, it's kind of got to the point where it's like sort of all over the place. Where I saw like yeah. Billy, Billy Idol and like Patti Smith and iggy pop and you know stuff like that all speaking of old people that can still rock uh iggy was i don't know if you've ever seen iggy live but it's wonderful i haven't but i'd love to he kind of just like uh he just kind of does he just does this thing on the stage you know he kind of he looks like scrawny and muscular at the same time somehow and it's and he you know and he does it all like with a corded mic and there's a guy behind him that just like moves the cord around so like he won't (laughs) like won't tangle himself and it's amazing like he has like this mic cord wrangler that just makes sure that Iggy can just be Iggy and not fall over. And it's just, it's, it's a wonder to see. Like, if you can ever see him play live, it's, it's awesome. I'd love to. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm at that point in my life where I'm really thinking about seeing music as, like, I mean, obviously it's an experience, but, like, as a privilege of, like, I have an opportunity to see some artists that five or ten years. I don't, I don't hate, I don't want to be pessimistic, but still, there's right. certain artists that aren't going to be around much longer, probably. You can see them now while you can. Yeah. Using logic, sure to- and so... I'm starting to think about that kind of thing. I just heard Aerosmith's on their farewell tour, and that kind of brought a tear to my eye because I'm a huge fan of Aerosmith. I like their music, but that was the first band that I ever saw in mm, concert. Yeah. Like, wow, I think it's been that long, and I'm glad I got a chance to see them. It was a very memorable concert. I, I got to see Motorhead at, at, like I said earlier, but I did see Motorhead at Riot Fest, like I think like right before Lemmy died. Like it was v- mm-hmm. real soon before that happened. And they were playing kind of slower than they n- normally do, but it was still awesome, you know. And then he died like the next year, I think. So it was pretty much like. Was his mic still just as high up though? I got really lucky. I don't. I don't really remember where the mic was, but it was awesome. Yeah, I, I had. I mean, I had a wonderful time, and I highly recommend getting out there, seeing some music, and you know, like I know we're. I know COVID's not technically over, but but being outside of the fucking blazing sun. Like that's sounds, not good for COVID. Sounds terrible. It, kill, it, it kills the virus. No, I'm saying it like kills the virus. Like the sunlight kills it and stuff. Like UV rays do. So it's a, it's got to be one of the safer places to be, even if you're miserable from the dust and the the heat and the sun, the direct sun beating down on you. Like it feels relatively safe. And so I had a really good time. And um, obviously, like just like the campsite, we had like three huge canopies pushed together. Well, I didn't do it. They had it set up when I got there, but I made like, you know, a whole bunch of new friends and just like, uh, it was, it was nice. So, and you know, I talked a lot about Zelda while I was there. 
I got I tried to turn some people onto my podcast or our podcast, sorry, once again. And uh also uh somebody was talking to me about this game on Steam that I want to figure out what it is. Maybe one of our listeners will know. Um one of the people there was talking to me about this game that he really loves to play, and it's a game it's like a post-apocalyptic game where you're just driving and I and I think it's completely randomly generated but you're literally driving like on the open road and you have to like build your car and you have to repair it as you go and like find pieces for it and stuff hmm. yeah i don't know and you can and and like um it's like super accurate with like the builds and how the engines work and stuff and um you can also like mix and match and create like you know mad max vehicles and stuff and, hmm. i don't know it sounded really cool to me i and uh oh oh the reason why the conversation came up is we were talking about different meters and video games how they're you know the hunger meter is a relatively new thing at least like in a mainstream kind of way but like thirst meter and then he's like this game has a poop meter <laughs> and like you literally is a poop and a pee meter and if you don't poop and pee then you can't out. eat or drink because you kind of get backed up mm. yeah and so you'll start to like die if you don't poop and pee so you actually have to like make a point to go poop and pee in the game like schedule it find good places to do it so yeah, I want to know what this game is. Just if anybody like knows, tell me because I want to check it out on Steam. And according to him, it's it goes on sale a lot. He told me the name of it, but I'm not going to lie, listeners. I had had several beers when we had this conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was my weekend. <laughs> I just found a list of well, we we already kind of did this for our number two Patreon episode, but it's like here's all the games that have peeing as a part of the game. <laughs> There's a lot of them. I actually played some new this week that was uh, not tears of the kingdom i was over at my my sister and my brother-in-law's house and he got a copy of uh jedi survivor oh is it for for what for which system? For pc okay so i played it on pc so did it look uh, played, so did it look good then yeah it looked pretty pretty good he's got an older pc and uh so there were some glitches happening but, but i think it looked like really it was a nice looking game, you know. It was a top tier Star Wars game. Uh, he he described it to me as like Star Wars meets uh, Dark Souls. So I thought Jeremy might, might be interested in it. I've never played Dark Souls, so I couldn't confirm it's like Dark Souls, but but that's what he said. From what I from what I heard, the first one is more like Dark Souls than the new one is. Actually, the new one is kind of like Breath of the Wild. It has shrines in it, <laughs> so, oh, really? so it kind of got uh, Zelda got to. Because what was it? What was the one? That's climbing too. Yeah. What was the one? Because I have the other one, the one that came out before that. Um, whatever the fuck it's called. I, I bought it for PlayStation Four for really cheap. The only thing I've heard about Jedi Survivor is that it runs like shit on everything. So that was why. Uh, that was why I was curious what it was on because I heard it sucks on PS Five even. Like I've heard people rant about that. That it like. Oh really? That explains why I don't see a lot of videos. That it's pretty much unplayable. Yeah, I mean, there was... I see a lot of screenshots of how great it looks, but I don't see videos of how good it looks. One of the guys from Eight Four Play was was calling it completely unplayable on PS Five because it wow. was because of frame rate issues or whatever, and frame he was kind of pissed because he's pissed because you know PS Five. He's like, "It's the PS Five. It's supposed to be able to play games. Like, what the fuck?" Right? You know. <laughs> well, the yeah. PC is able to like adjust stuff like that on the fly. PCs are built to be able to do that. Whereas PS Fives are optimized in a certain way. There was a funny glitch that kept happening with capes. If a character had a cape, it would just like wig out and like be flapping all over the place, which is kind of funny to see. But it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't too terrible. I thought the game ran pretty well overall. And it, it, it was kind of fun. You know, it reminded me a bit of Sifu as well, like the, the fighting style, the fact that you were like stringing combos together and trying to fight not just a, a uh, you know, serviceable way, but a cinematic, cool looking way. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. I'd be 
interested to play more. Yeah, I've kind of heard like both sides of it. Like I've heard people say like, oh my God, it's the best Star Wars game ever, but it runs like shit. That's kind of, that's kind of how I've it, seen both. It uh, seems like I've not played it. that many Star Wars games, but I think it's, it, it, it feels like one of the better ones that I've played. Uh, there's a lot more um, cinematic elements to it. Like you start out, um, I'm, I'm going to talk about the first five minutes of the game. So this isn't really spoilers. Yeah, I don't, I don't care. But, so, but you start out as a, your prisoner and you're being led through uh, you know, this corridor, you know, uh, you're on Coruscant. Yeah. And um, so you, you see the the city and, you know, all the futuristic stuff and all that stuff. But you're being led through it by a bunch of stormtroopers. And uh, from the way it's presented, you are like, you know, down and out and and you're you're fucked right and uh, so you're being led all along and all this interesting storytelling stuff is happening all around you like there's giant screens that are giving you you know uh, news clips and that kind of stuff it just it just felt like all very natural and nice nice way to easy into this into this story and then of course it's revealed that you know this was your plan all along to get captured and you're uh, actually a jedi and you're you're infiltrated their systems and all that stuff. Then you just destroy everybody. It's a lot of fun to do force push, force pull, and mm-hmm. you feel like a badass. And that's when it really starts to feel like Sifu, where you know the fighting and the combos and stuff, you know, take center stage and just make you feel like like you're really cool. It was a, the other one was Fallen Order. That's the one that I have. The, the Jedi Fallen Order, and this is Jedi Survivor. But yeah, no, I, I was intrigued by it. But yeah, if it won't, I mean, you can't get it on PS4 anyway. But it's like I was like, wow, it won't it won't run on whatever. I don't know. But yeah, no, I mean, it, it should be. Yeah, it's, that's cool. I heard that first level is really cool, actually, to see. Like, yeah, I like it. it on YouTube, and it has a pretty big scope to it. Was that game called Scum, by any chance, Jeremy, that you were talking about? No, no, it's not called Scum. Okay. I don't think. Because it says there's a realistic there's a realistic survival game where you pee, poop, and vomit called Scum. S-C-U-M in big letters. I don't remember if vomit was a thing. But no, yeah. this is specifically about, like, driving through a procedurally generated, like, post-apocalyptic landscape mm. yeah i just basically looked up like pee poop vomit and car maintenance and that's what it's the first thing that came up so i don't know he was telling me all these things like it was like um there's like little quirks about the game like whatever you drink is what you pee like they have it like separated like so what you eat is what comes out as poop as well i think maybe so when you pee it's whatever you drink so like one of the tricks is to like, go up to a gas tank drink all the gas out of it and then pee into your own gas tank to like get your car to keep going. Wow. So yeah, that's one of the things you was telling me about. I don't know. I find it very fascinating just because it's uh, obviously where one of our favorite series got turned into a sandbox even more so. And now we're now I find myself thinking about fusing things together all the time, mm-hmm. especially in the camping environment and uh, fusing poop to your sword and oh yeah, hitting people with it. That's that's basically stick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you put poop on the like arrows, shot them at people, you give them septic infections. Yeah, they would it might work. They would real get get really pissed at you really quickly. Well, why don't we uh, why don't we take a break and then we'll come back and talk about Zelda and all the news and stuff. Since we're nope. almost at an hour. So. Poopy. Poopy.
Hey, you. It's me, Mario. Yeah, you. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon to hear our bonus shows, which happen every month. I'm a tired. Tired of all the big corporate podcasts spoon-feeding you the same old video game news on every single show. Ah, spaghetti. Ah, ravioli. Then expand! With Nintendo Main Expansion Pack. It's us talking about old games that were important to us. It's us interviewing people that we meet at conventions. And heck, it's live shows from those same conventions. It's basically everything you could want that Nintendo Main ever made. Here we go! And it's just a buck a month. That's less than a bad indie on the eShop. It's $12 a year, which is less than Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> Thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon and supporting Nintendo Main. Just go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and... Hey, Mario, let go! He's throwing us back to the show! So long, gay Bowser! Patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast! Game over! back from the break and let's talk about that game that we're still playing for three weeks um so everybody been up to I, I said i said that i had didn't play it that much but i still managed to do like a ton of stuff since uh last time um one thing i don't want i don't want to give spoilers if you don't have it but i i just got the master sword like just before the show i've heard about it have I either of you got of it sort of know what's up with it but i haven't got it so i, I, I so have not got it okay i'm not i don't want to say i don't want to say anything about it then if you didn't if you haven't got it did Where? you get to the lost woods i did yeah okay so yeah so I, yeah don't yeah don't tell me anymore i wish that the only thing i was gonna say is i basically found the lost woods completely by accident i was not okay trying to find it in any we were way talking about this shape or form I was just fucking around in the depths, and I ascended and just yep, 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 plopped right out in the lost woods. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, okay, here they are. I was not even looking for them at all. I completely by accident found it. I was just doing routes, and I saw this tower that looked kind of important, and I just went and walked on it. And I looked above it, and I was like, I wonder if I can ascend through it. And I just ascended, and it went right into the lost woods. And that's that. The sword's not there, but you can see where it was. But yeah, I ended up I ended up getting that. What else? Uh, I I beat uh, beat the desert temple just now also. So I have all four of the temples beat. Wow. Yeah, you're definitely way ahead of me. Well, I beat I beat the desert temple because it's really hard to look around the desert with the storm going on because you have no map, so you can't see anything, and it's uh, and it's really annoying for to it's interrupting my shrine quest, which I have 110 shrines now. I be, yeah. I, I went past 100, and let me tell you, like <laughs> the last like 20 shrines that I got. 90 like 92 percent of them have all been like raru's blessing there was maybe like three where i actually had to do something 
I've been seeing a lot more Raro's blessings as well. Yeah. The, so that's so that's the kind shrines of, are like it's kind of a shame. The, the the getting to the shrine is supposedly the the quest yeah. of the shrine. And sometimes they aren't though. Sometimes you just find one and you just walk. I mean, you said that before, but sometimes you just find one and you walk in and it's like, oh, it's the end. It's like, but I just floated in here. Maybe if I walked and didn't like float in, it would have been right. If you had taken a different approach to it. But I'm I've t- I'm to the point where you know I don't have a lot. I'm at 82 shrines, but I'm at the point where they're not just laying all over the ground like rocks or whatever you know yeah like early game which is so fun i love when there's just every there's so many shrines you can see everywhere but no, i'm to the point where like i will just like get like giddy if i'm flying around and i'm like oh shit i just saw a fucking shrine i swear i saw a shrine and like i will get like super obsessed with like trying to do it and i do have the uh, oh, so, so I, do you have I the have, shrine detector got, yet i do have the shrine detector so yeah. i finally figured all that out yeah luckily i didn't i didn't have to look online to find that out thankfully but i i did feel kind of dumb that it took me so long to just i was right though right you just got to talk to a guy and he gives it to you <laughs> well no i needed what happened is i needed to talk to what's her name I don't think it's Perret. It's the one who's the one who's uh making the puzzle out of the stuff in the shrine, the one who tells you to go. Um, the one who gives you the quest to find the temple. Okay. Are you talking about oh. the kid? It's not. Are you talking about Robbie. It's the kid. Yeah, it's the kid who's hanging out with. Yeah, you, yeah. You got to talk to Robbie to have the mission started. But I thought you said you had done that last week. That's why I was kind of confused. I had I had done that to have the mission started, but I needed to talk to them again with having found that spot then they said that and then i won't talk to the other guy and he's like oh okay well now i can leave by the way i need you to go get this thing for me and then i talked to him again he's like oh you have that thing already see i just did everything out of order and so oh yeah. very rapidly i haven't gotten to the third level of the hero's medallion but i've got the two and then i also have uh or the yeah you know the those and then i also have the hero's path and mm-hmm. all that shit yeah and i uh, can like i can do anything in the compendium i can search for anything in the compendium mm-hmm. yeah it's uh i forget what you i mean I, I talked to the guy and i got the camera like we all did that obviously at the beginning mm-hmm. and then i talked to the kid and he's like yeah you got to go look for this in the depths so then i went down there and i just talked to a construct and he's like here it is and that's all it was well then there's a boss after that but then you talk to a construct that's like it's asleep and you activate it and it wakes up and it's like, here's your auto build. And there's people down there talking about how the construct doesn't work and you just walk up to it and do your hand yeah. magic. You know, I found that's, out that's the construct I that I talked to, because you said I found a construct. And I assumed it was the same one because I found the construct who said, I have something for you, but go here first. Mm. So I did literally, I looked up where that location was and I didn't feel great about it, but I was like, let's see if I can just put, where is it? And they tell me where to go. And then I just like read far enough to see what spot on the map. And then I, and that was all I had to do. They told that's me that's basically to what I spot. did. Yeah. I did it. And then, yeah. And, and then I was able to like do it on my own from there. And um, as a result, like, because I did everything out of order, like that ends up sending you on a different quest where you go to another place next that I'd already been to. And then another place that I'd also already been to, because I've actually done a pretty good job of, I'm still, I, I think I've probably exceeded 50% of the depths map at this point. So uh, tell me if this is right or not. This is my, this is my theory about the depths and the shrines. Is it true that so we've said before that there's always a shrine above a root? Isn't that vice, I don't think that's actually isn't it true. vice versa? Are there 120 uh, shrines or 120 roots in the in the there's depths? There's not always a shrine, shrine above a root. I discovered that when I went to the spots I marked on the map. Oh no, but there are there's, though above a root. Yeah, they always are. But but is there not always? But a sometimes root they're like buried in the ground or something. Yeah, but know? they're still there. I've all of the roots that I've found. There's always been a shrine in front of it. Um, there were times that I went there and I didn't find it, but it was in a cave. I had to go under and find yeah. it, but it's still yeah. there. No, no, no. You're right about that. But what I was saying, because you know how they're flipped. You and you said that last week. Like how it's yeah. it says it one way and it's reversed on the 
on the depths, but I'm like, are there 120 roots in the depths also? Because there's 120 shrines on the middle ground, and there's 32 shrines mm-hmm. in the air. So there's 152 shrines total. So maybe there's something to infer from the amount of light that a shrine provides that gives you an idea of like, mm. well, there's no new shrines within that. Sure, yeah. Space, you know what I mean? Like, maybe that is another clue that I hadn't thought about before. Because it, it does seem somewhat arbitrary how much of the map each route reveals. Would you agree with me? Oh, yeah, because some of them will... Because I found one that guy that gave me nothing. Like, I found one yeah. that was just like, deet. It's like this little, little tiny dot mm-hmm. on the So I wonder map, if that's not like, another okay. clue for... Yeah, to to, uh, to transfer to the surface and... Because, uh, well, there's shrines up in the sky as well, so I, I do wonder if... Maybe if it's not on the surface, maybe there's some sort of an analog in the sky. Maybe. I um what I've been doing is, you know, now that we have the hero's path, I'm basically doing the same thing that I did with Breath of the Wild. I basically look at the map, I look at where I've been, and then I go to where I wasn't, and I always yeah. like hundred percent always find a shrine there. Like if I go if I go to somewhere That's where I haven't smart. been and then your shrine meter and starts your starts going yeah. off and then you walk around until, well, you, and until that, you find Well and that's it. a new thing. Yeah. In uh, Breath of the Wild, it never told you... Whether it was up or down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That really helps, too. But that's what I did. Like, I, I streamed it, actually, on Monday. And I'm like, all right, I'm at, like, 99 shrines. Let's see how high we can get. And I think I made it to, like, 105 or something like that. I got, like, six shrines during the stream. And I, that's what I did. I just, like, looked at where the hero's thing was. I'm like, I haven't been here. So I just go there, and I walk around and see what the meter tells me. And, and like, 100% of the time, I always found one there, so... I did a couple of the labyrinths this week. Those were those are actually pretty fun. Oh yeah, I did, I did two of those. That, except for the fact that if you find like the little hint, it just basically tells you where to go exactly. Yeah, there was one of them actually. I totally looked online because it was really annoying, and I didn't want to. Yeah go through it over and over and over again i was just i was just like I, but i've I, only I, done I, two i, I think i probably did yeah. two of the easy ones i did the one in the hebrew mountains and basically the pine cones lead the way mm. yep so that, I, that's that's I, I, did, I did that one yeah but there's another one where it was like apples or something like that it was another like dropped item but have you done the way. apples are way harder have you done the one no. uh because because every time you no, do... i've only done i I just said the two that i've done okay the only two i've done so you haven't done the ones in the sky no no and it was like uh both of the ones i did were on the overworld both of them unlocked the gate in the sky and i haven't gone to either of those so yes i have unlocked those yeah i never went up versions. there because it was pretty high but i made a i know like you've seen all those videos of the sky bikes or whatever but i made yeah. i made like a goblin glider and i fucking love it like i, I put them on the side and so it, have you and, upgraded your battery meter? That's what I want to ask. Yeah, I have, I have three. I have three batteries now. Three full. Batteries. I literally just figured out how to do that today. Okay, you still just have one, John. I still just. I literally one. Yeah, just I figured, figured out, out how to do it today, and um, I finally said, "Fuck it, I'm going to look." It was right and next to where I'm you were a, for I'm the actually, auto build. Yeah, That's where I'm actually it is. glad I looked. Yeah, I'm actually glad I looked because. I don't know how you didn't find that. It's like two centimeters away from there. Yeah. No, if John John didn't find it either. So uh, I didn't find yeah, it but did you find the auto builder, John? Yes, I did. Oh, okay, because the whole reason I found the auto builder was because I was looking for the place to buy the charges to fill to fill your battery, and I found the auto builder by accident. So I, I was I, I was going to the I, mine, and then I just happened. I'll be like, oh, there's the auto builder. Okay, that's one of the things that that they first hint about. They say, well, you can check out the four, you know problem areas or there's also this spot underground and i went to one of the four problem areas first but then i remembered oh wait yeah i should probably check out that underground thing i wish i had gone there first because using the auto builder uh yeah as soon as possible would have been great but i missed the other thing so maybe i should go back and check that out yeah it's all i thought it was pretty i mean it's well it's basically it lets you well, buy more of those Nintendo charges podcast has auto build we all have auto build. <laughs> do you use it at all i i only just use it to 
I don't use it. I've started much. using it a little more because it because I haven't completed the map in the depths and you find a lot of zonite down there. Yeah. Anyway, it's a great spot to use that to just be like, oh shit, I'm up against like a sheer wall. I'm gonna get a hot air balloon like mm. happening here, but one I can steer or whatever, like one of the ones I made before that I like. And it's totally worth it in that regard, I think. Especially if you're trying to get away from a like something that's chasing you or whatever, you're like, I just gonna wanna I'm just gonna use my uh auto build. So I've actually used it a couple of times to get the fuck out of Dodge. Mm. Straight obviously you could just warp somewhere, but I was trying to like stay within that particular sure. run. So I so basically my problem is I use all my Sonite to buy charges to upgrade my battery. So I don't use the auto builder without any parts. So I'll just basically drop the parts out of the capsules and then I'll use the auto builder to put them together just because I'm lazy because I don't want to put. I don't find that lazy. I actually find it lazier to to to, to uh, grind for Zonite and then not use the capsule parts you already have. The thing is with the auto builder, it has. It includes parts that are not in the capsules. Like yeah, can, and it'll cost different so amounts can, depending you, on what you are trying to do, yeah. like of, of Zonite. I've watched some videos this week. I'm sure you y'all have checked some YouTube stuff out possibly, but items that are only available in shrines that act differently that you can make a build out of with while you're in the shrine, and then you can take oh, that other you can places with auto-build. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I didn't think about that. So rather than powering it with traditional batteries, for instance, there's certain devices in the shrines that are powered otherwise, and then, yeah, that kind of thing where you've got different sources of energy oh, okay. that you can use as, as a result of the auto-build. That's what I've seen on YouTube. I haven't tried it myself yet. If I'm wrong, I will correct myself next week. I, I just saw a cool video where, um, and maybe you've tried doing it, like putting Zone A devices at the end of your arrows. And you can like use those floaty, those little floaty places, and you can just yeah. shoot them with your arrow and make a little staircase, like just in the air. I was wondering how, what, where's the point them. of termination, though? That's what I was curious about. Like, it was a cool video, but I was like, what how do you know that? where, because I want to put it in a precise location. How is firing oh, oh, you mean like how far it would go before? I, right. that, yeah. I, that I don't know. I guess you just have to like experiment with it. Yeah, because I, I those devices are activated on the full XYZ scale. I've got a very specific spot I want them to be, and oftentimes an angle I want them to be as well. So, yeah, that's too much for an arrow to handle, but Cause I, I would, do like it. I thought about just, I haven't done it yet, but I thought about just building a ladder with those things. Just like, just shooting them up in the air and just ascending. Just keep going up until you can't go up any I will higher. say I attached a, um, a glider because I had like accidentally unloaded too much from my capsules or whatever when I was building something. I was like, well, I got this extra glider and I like pulled out this uh, boomerang I got from a uh, Zalthos or whatever. And I uh, I fused the uh, glider to it, and it just like it just goes really slow, <laughs> and it looks like a little glider coming out because it's like almost like full size glider, and it comes back to you super slow, so you can catch it. But it does a decent amount of damage. Like <laughs> I think I think it's kind of cool actually. Like you might consider attaching a glider to a boomerang and see what happens. Maybe you could like play around with it a little bit more. But I I, I was impressed. Boomerangs are what like eight damage or something like that it's not a lot but if you because i'm packing like 70 plus damage if you keep weapons. using it as like a okay so it's got its time and place like knocking an enemy off a ledge and stuff sure i do I use or hitting a that. switch or like what i'm saying is like if you don't have arrows it can, oh yeah 
I have, I have like 300 arrows. Which I, I oftentimes <laughs> don't have arrows. I, I buy them at every place that has them. That's been my oh, thing. Oh, I do Just too, to make sure that I, I always have them. I spam the fuck out of them. Oh, I have like 300 about right now. I have. I currently have 30 something. I got down to 80 maybe, but yeah. Well, you know, you can pick them back up if you I spam don't. them. I do that. I do I, that. I pick them all up off the ground. I break all the crates. I do a lot that of have bombs. like multiple arrows, arrows in them. Favorite. I'm a very. And then down in the depths, I'm an arrow hoarder. I I go crazy with the. Also, you can throw you can throw those moves, things. Yeah. I actually throw the things without the arrows, also to conserve arrows. I just throw I just throw the the the, the shiny flowers on their own. Do you with, do that while you're gliding? Uh, I don't know. I haven't tried it. Probably not. I just yeah, walk around. I, I just walk around that and can, throw. That you kind of freeze and you can kind of plot it out a little better. Like if I'm going a certain direction, then I'm firing my arrows that way to kind of help my path continue to be illuminated. Mm-hmm. I beat one of the giant frogs this week in the depths. Uh, I've beaten, I've beaten, beaten a few of those. I still haven't beat any of those fuckers. Yeah, I beat some of them. Yeah. But I've run away from all of them, that's why. I've beaten like, uh, I don't know, 10 of those fucking multiple hands with the Phantom Ganons. I beat a bunch of those guys. Yeah, I've gotten to that second stage, but I haven't beaten the second stage yet. I've any of them. The easiest way to do it is just like is just go somewhere where he can't reach you and just shoot him in the head with arrows over and over again. If you have enough. But he spreads but, the gloom. But, but if you're sitting, but if you're in a higher plane, he can't get to you. Oh, okay. Or you can just run away from him and keep shooting him in the head. That's what I did on the last one that I fought because I was in a small area where I couldn't go anywhere ahead. So I just kind of just tried to just run away from him a little bit, shoot him a couple times in the head, run away, shoot him a couple times in the head, run away, shoot him a couple. No, times that's in the head. what I was trying to do. But he does like a uh, he's got an attack where he just warps up right next to you. Yeah, he like goes towards you, but you can you can jump out of the way. Or you can run out of the way if you're quick enough. Like he'll kind of do thing like in a, this game. I don't know if either of you, you have this. It's the same as Breath of the Wild, where I crouch down on accident. It pisses me off so much <laughs> during like really intense battle. Yeah. I will accidentally click the thumbstick in, and I'm like, "No, I'm trying to fucking run away, you ass fuck." I do so I'm much stupid shit in this. Saying it that way, but I'm just like screaming at Link as though it's his fault. It is kind of because his controls are stupid. I do so yeah. much stupid shit in this game still after like a hundred hours of it. I still like hit the wrong thing when all I'm doing is trying to pull up the fucking ultra hand or whatever. I still go to like changing my weapons instead because I try to hold like L and right at the same time. And and if you play like mo- a lot of games, you click in the left stick to sprint. Maybe that's what you're thinking and why you are doing that. Yeah. But that was something to get used to because, yeah, even um, even bolt gun does that. Like if you want to sprint, you click in the left stick. So it's like you kind of have to re acclimate yourself well, to the controls and they're kind of stupid on, on tears of the kingdom so it's like and the Elden controls Ring, are like i wouldn't call i wouldn't say it's stupid it's just there's a lot that those what 17 buttons on your controller are being asked to do well combinations probably, probably one too, of the mo- right. most efficient ways to to do so much i still find and myself yeah, doing the wrong thing or like trying to like yeah slow down time and taking a picture of the guy by accident or whatever. Like it's always like, it's, you know, shit like that. And it, or like, you're just trying to like walk through a door and you're just climbing around the frame of the door. And I'll be like, Link, you fucking moron. Like, what are you doing? Like, that's, that's what I do. Cause it's, cause, I've, cause it's like not what I'm trying to do. And I'm like, why are you fucking climbing the wall when I'm trying to just go through this fucking pathway? You fucking dipshit. I'll tell you one thing that I keep doing on accident that pisses me off is I keep hitting the home button when I'm trying to hit start frantically and uh i'm gonna tell you listeners i have not updated the game because i can't let go that's funny (laughs) i I cannot let go of that crutch that crutch is like even if i'm not using it i just it makes me feel good like i like it like to me this is part of the you're still you're still in the doing the drop the the fly drop uh 
uh, the duplication so thing from, you know, from last you, time. I've said it so many times on this game that I love to grind, and I've built like a perfect system of using that to min max the things I need at any given time. In fact, just earlier today, I was hanging out at a stable, Beetle sitting there just chilling. I keep getting up on the stable and jumping off and replicating my diamonds up until a certain point. I go and I sell it, I sell all but four to Beetle. Because with four, that's the best way to use the glitch. Yeah, then you can re- can you keep doing it. Yeah, well, because you, you to can do only like hold five items four. at a time. Yeah. Also, to keep it at the bottom slot of your um, items, which is where it needs to be, you have to like drop it all and pick it up yeah. again. Yeah. So you never want too many items because you're just going to ha- start having them despawn if you're drop- dropping too many on the ground. So yeah, I, I just I got into a whole routine of- with using it. So what do you have, like five th- 500,000 rupees now or something? I don't have that much. I'm at 107.80. So what? what, what is that? A thousand? Wait, 107? What do you mean? Where's, where's the where's the comma in that? 107,080 rupees. So you have a, so you have a, wait, but that doesn't make sense. If you have 107,000, wait. And 80. Oh, so you have 107,000 rupees. Oh, okay. I, I, let's round it down. 107,000. Sorry, I'm telling you the exact amount I have. I don't think you ever need any more. <laughs> rupees than that a lot of rubies no i mean but you don't you could probably be you could probably buy, probably buy all of the outfits and 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 a house which we bought a house uh jess and i did in the game not a real one I haven't gotten we're, we're, we're working on that also but uh but yeah um yeah no we bought it we we got a plot in Terrytown. we got the house and we built a oh night. you guys are gonna live in Terrytown. that's so cute you can do it too Oh, I want to live in Tinder Town. You basically have to talk to Hudson. You have to talk to President Hudson. Is you, have it to, Madison, you have to find Wisconsin. him. Uh, there's a, there's a, yeah, you talk to President Hudson. Madison, Wisconsin. Oh, it's to- Terry Town's totally Madison. You, find, you finally get to see him and uh, his, t- <laughs> and his stupid hairdo, which just totally thought was a hat. I kind of thought it was a hat too, like his big giant bull cut. But he nope. has a, but he has a kid. He had a kid with one of the Gerudos and uh, she has a stupid bull cut also. And his like his his face. Shape. I love that model. That model is so hilarious. Like yeah. that character model. I think I talked about it last week or the week before. Like that was because I was super. I mean, like, you talked about excited. how you couldn't figure out how to how to support the president <laughs> for the right, 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 right. No, and I know how to do that now. And I've actually done a few of those this past week. I really actually do love those. They're like little. It's basically like a little puzzle game. Yeah, they're my know? favorite thing. This, yeah, I, I, they're, I, they're almost like a shrine on their own. I love that little guy. But, yes, I love those now, and I'm happy you y'all told me how to do that right. But yeah, you just um, you just got to talk to the president Hudson in uh, in Terrytown, and you'll go on yeah. a mission with the kid. And once you finish yeah. the mission with the kid, you'll be able to to buy to buy a plot of land. Uh, it's actually well, it's, oh, okay. It's just outside. Well, I was of in Terrytown. the middle of that mission. The most recent mission was that I was supposed to help the kid get to. The work site and see your dad work or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that, that yeah, that one. You just have to finish that. Yeah, I haven't done that yet, but I've at least started the process. And it's cool. It's much cooler than it was in Breath of the Wild because you know because of the Ultra Hand now you can buy different rooms and you can stick them together and that's how you make your house. So you can make it. There's many different ways you can do it. It actually kind of reminded me of uh, Subnautica again. <laughs> you know, like that sort of thing with like building the rooms that connect to the bigger rooms and all that sort of thing and. And it made yeah. me kind of want to play Subnautica again because I sort of missed some of my houses that I built in that. But Damn. I'm kind of excited about that. I didn't realize that they were going to pull the 
creation mechanic in that hard on the oh yeah yeah house yeah no we we made i mean we basically made like what we're looking at anyway we made like a ranch like a one floor you know with you know with, with we got a kitchen we got a weapons room we got we got there's a goddess statue in there we have we have a garden we have a, we have like a little moat thing and you know just kind of built built it from there we have Fuck a, yeah yeah so and actually we're like when we were doing the temple the sand temple i was thinking i had a complete lowerland village I just thought, like naturally, that's oh yeah, I, I did, I did that one too. Which I haven't done. I want to talk about that at some point. But keep going with what you were saying. I got stuff to say about that too. Uh, I was just going to say before I fought the boss when we were doing the temple, when we were doing the sand temple, I didn't have much food, and I was like, I remember, you know, John, you said you've been marking all of the cooking spots and all that. Yeah. But I'm like, you know, now we have a fucking house. And I put a Heroes to Medallion right in front of our door there. So I can just warp there whenever I want. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go make some food. And I so I just went back to the house, went to the rest, went to our kitchen and made a bunch of food. And then warped back into the dungeon and then fought the boss, you know? Because the, so right, cool. the warp is right next to where the door to the boss is. So, And I had already done, you know, do five things, yeah. open a door, all the same dungeons. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got to go fight a, a dungeon. Oh, don't forget to pack your lunch, honey. Yeah, yeah. Go home. Yeah, we went to went to we went to the house and and uh, and we hadn't hadn't used the kitchen yet in the in the game. And sweetie, you forgot your lunch. Oh, sorry, honey. I'll be right home. Yeah, it was it was great though. Like I, I our little house is is cool. Oh yeah, and there's a we got a room with a big picture. You know where you can put whatever picture that you take with your camera up there, so you can make like. And I actually saw something online that was pretty cool. Somebody basically like made an infinity t- uh, tunnel with it. Where they took a picture of themselves in front of the picture over and over and over and over again until it like went into infinity. Oh, cool! Like through the picture, and I was like, "That's cool." I didn't think about that, but we have a picture of one of the dragons like in the sky. That's our. That's I wonder our, if you like, couldn't picture. like lay some items on the items on the ground and sort of draw with it, but I, I, I guess with the limited amount of space that you have, yeah, and the, the ram or whatever. And the person that was doing it, they they wore a different outfit for every picture for the infinity thing. So it has like the infinity tunnel, oh, okay. and then it's like. A different, it, it's Link in the same position, but it's a picture within a picture within a picture within a picture within a picture forever. So I thought that was pretty, pretty cool. cool. I didn't think about that, but I, I like our dragon picture, so it's fine. But you know, it's yeah, it's cool. You build your own little house. You can do, you can get stairs. You can get hallways. Like you can do it for furnished or not furnished. Uh, Is there storage? I want to know if there's storage. Oh, for like your, I, I think you can only store your. You can you can get a weapon room and a shield room and a bow room, so you can display your favorite swords and bows and shields or whatever but i think that's it but there's not like a treasure chest where you can dump extra no, items no to come back to okay not that i know of i mean nothing that i saw but there's like you can get like we we got like four like there's basically a hallway that has four different entrances and you connect pe- things around like that but you can get triangle ones also that have three and you just kind of you know you, you piece them together like that and then you it's very much like subnautica really and then you go in and you walk through the different rooms and that's yeah it's pretty rad i was uh I like our, I like a little house, and we got a bedroom in the back too. So it's like, yeah, and you just go in there. You got it. Got to up, yeah, upgrade your shit, your statues right there. You got your ki- you got your kitchen, whatever you need. I will say, I was really disappointed that getting the battery upgraded was so easy, and that I just overlooked something that was right there. So I I feel even more impressed in myself that I got all the way up to the water temple to meet Prince Sidon without <laughs> without the armor, the armor yeah. and without more than one thingy so yes i did that um, so i've been kind of playing it on expert mode and not even knowing that no i'm just kidding I, i'm not i'm giving myself too much credit but no uh, i'm at three and a half batteries so literally in the past like three hours oh, well. or whatever i'm at three i'm at three full full ones well yeah yeah i had a lot of stuff saved up because i didn't have anywhere to spend it mm-hmm. yeah yeah me too 
And so, yeah, I, I just, I've kind of excelled like very rapidly in the past couple of days, just because I've finally found the things I should have found earlier. I wish I had found earlier, but at the same time, I've had been, been having such a good time with the game. Like I'm not bitter or anything. I'm just like, damn, like the replay of this game is inevitably, yeah, inevitably, I'm, I'm going to want to play this again. Do you want to put another like lot of fun. 200 hours into it? Well, it might be fun to just knowing the building mechanic and all that. Play with the auto the build really early. Oh, try yeah, to like oh, yeah. mix mix things around. You'll have to you'll have I'm to eventually saying, get, get the, the, get the <laughs> yeah. The um the, the only reason so yeah, I heard there was the thing that got rid of the glitches. And I guess I guess it was just kinda like I really, really wanted to test whether it took the glitches out or not. That's kinda why I did it. But right before I did it I just replicated twenty diamonds and I was like, that'll be fine for a while. But I really wish I would have fucking replicated the hardy lizards. Because I bought them from Beetle like one time, and then they never came back after that. I've been to a billion different Beetles, and he just doesn't have them anymore. And I can't find anything online as to why he doesn't carry them anymore. What do they do? What do you think they do? You you uh, you basically cook them with a piece of monster, and you make a potion that gives you full hearts plus four. Oh, so they also heal you the same way as like hearty food? Yeah, the hardy lizards, like, and you only need one to make a potion with. You just need one and like a and one of those like skeleton parts, the ones that. Like, oh, have but you have jaggies. to put a monster part in there. Yeah, but just one, just one of each, and then you make a potion that brings all your hearts back. Like plus hardy, four. like it's like the hardy truffle is. You literally just use one truffle. No, you have to use more than one. Actually, you, you cook one truffle and it won't give you full back. You have to have at least two. No, no, hardy truffle. I know it's you need you need more than one. Trust me, I, I tried nope. to. It's not true. Well, then our games are different. I can show you the recipes I, I right have, now. There's the there's a there's like a, a hardy big heart. It? it gives me my full it gives me my full health back plus one. Maybe it's a different maybe it's a different thing because I have a because I have a hardy yeah. mushroom. It's the black one, right? Or is it not? It's called hardy truffle. Okay. Well, what's the, well what's the hardy black mushroom then? Because that one won't won't give them all back for just one. You have to have two. Yeah, I don't know. I've been just cooking my hardy truffles whenever I get them, and that's a full and I. Maybe because I don't have as many hearts as you. Maybe like that's a thing that's happening, and I'm not realizing. Maybe it's not on my so on my description. It says full full health plus one. So there's a hearty truffle, and there's a big hearty truffle. Maybe it's the big hearty truffle because I'm telling you, I did it last night, and it doesn't do it. It it you have to have more than one for it for it to do that. I wish really? it I wish it would do one. It says right here, hearty truffle. Um, I'm gonna look at it right now. One hearty truffle. Uh, four, no, three hearts. You get three hearts for cooking one hearty truffle. That's what you get. But if you cook two, you get full recovery plus two. Maybe it's because it's, is there a difference between like. I don't know. I was only, I was, I was just literally just cooking hearty truffles. They weren't big hearty truffles. I don't know if you can see in the thingy, but it says full recovery plus two. This is my phone. <laughs> it's maybe because it's toasted, I guess. It says toasted hearty truffle three hearts. That's all it says. Maybe you have to oh, cook it. Maybe different. you have to cook it in a toasted pot or something. Different. No, toasted is different. That means it was by the fire. Oh, okay. These were cooked in pots. I, I cooked them in a pot as a recipe. I hold it, then I put it in the pot, and it gives me four pepperies plus one. Yeah. Well, now I can do that. But still, I don't have that many of them. I only have one. But I guess if I still had the duplication glitch, but same thing with the, with the, uh, like you the same thing works with the hardy durians and the hardy radishes. They I never, I, I know, but I never found they either. You, I, I didn't find either of those. Have you found the they give durians? You, I haven't found, I haven't found the durians, but I have found a lot of hardy radishes, and they they're the same way. You just cook one in the pot. And yeah, no, I never like found those. Plus one, and I think it actually gives you a little bit of extra stamina as well, like an extra little tiny fraction of a wheel of stamina. 
I don't know. I use the fuck out of that stuff. So that's why I'm like, am I crazy? Because I've been like fully healing myself with these things and when well, I've been playing bosses and stuff. Because I've started beating the constructs this week and I've started like playing, you know, I've been, I've been getting a little more aggressive with the field bosses because I wanted to see what would happen, which I, honestly, the first field or the first flux construct I fought, I was pretty disappointed with what I got out of it. But I think I also fucked up by using it to my shield and said, well, <laughs> I found but one I, really. Oh, good. Go ahead. I was going to say, I found a really cool. Um, what, what's the, the giant rock guys out in the field? I found one of those, um, which was a really cool setup. Octorok? And they almost like. They, no, no, the, the, the big stone, the oh, stone talus. The talus? Yeah. Yeah. The stone taluses, the ones that yeah. you give the hearts from. So I'm on top of this, this huge, long, like 100 foot long bridge. And there's a, a over a chasm that's like probably 300 feet and i believe there was there was like some uh explosive barrels or something positioned right there and beneath that was uh you saw just a fort with the three of the bokoblins down there and so this the game is obviously obviously beckoning you to just like toss these explosive barrels down on on the poor bokoblins down below and so i did that and upon doing that the stone talus rose up out of the ground. It wasn't actually just a fort. It was like a hidden stone talus. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I thought I've that seen, was like I've a, seen those. I thought that, that, that was just like a cool like setup. I wasn't expecting to do a boss fight right then, but just because of my, uh, uh, what do you call it? My cruelness of, you know, trying to hit, hit these hit these poor bokoblins, I got stuck, to, stuck into a boss fight. So I thought that was a pretty funny setup. That made me laugh. They were sneaking on you. The, um, what is it? Uh, the hardy lizard thing, you have to combine it with the bokoblin horn, which I have 150 of without even doing the duplication thing. So, and they only, only they only have plus four, so they're fucking worthless. So put them in a thing with the lizard and you get a full recovery plus four. But now that, you know, the, the durians are much easier to find. So I'll just use those, but I like, uh, you know, that's all, that's what I did in the last one too. Like once, once you found the, or not the durians, the truffles, but once you found the durians in Breath of the Wild, I never cooked anything else ever again because why would you, you know, because that gives you that gives you full recovery. Yeah. And I mean, the same with the hardy radishes, like they're fairly easy to find like when you're around in the over, over where, world. Where do you get the, them? The hardy truffles, you find a lot more of those. They're just in like grassy areas. I don't know. They're like, mm. usually kind of in like little like nooks and crannies, but you know, I'm always like climbing over the place. Yeah. I thought, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I found a lot of the truffles in the caves. Like I found a ton yeah, in there. The, tr- the truffles are really awesome. Just cook one and hot. I just did. Full, I just did it just now, full. two seconds ago, and now it's yeah, full, yeah. full plus one. It's yeah, I was feeling toast. like I was feeling like I was being gaslighted or something for a second there. I was like, "What? The fuck? <laughs> no, I like I have the difference." Yeah, I swear. No, I, I just I had <laughs> I had one and I cooked it. I went to the kitchen in my house and did it just now. So so it, yeah. <laughs> but I got it. That's the way to do it, and I have a t- a lot of full heels as a result. So like. I've, I'm just been stocking up on that. I mean, those are the ones to except for our bosses. Yeah. I mean, you can hoard them. I mean, you can. You got the duplication glitch, so you can you can make a million of well, them and not even worry anymore. I've been trying not to do that with anything else than uh, stuff that I just don't want to grind. But yeah, it's true. I try actually. You know what? I will say just for fun. I tried it with fairies because the fairies mm. bring you back in the den. So, but they don't had a bu- yeah. They don't give you much energy, but you could like. But you, but but when you die, they yourself. The, the yeah, the important thing is if you accidentally die, they'll bring you back to life. Like that's. And then you could immediately use one of your items to like mm-hmm. fix it. But um, I tried doing that, and they fucking 
fly away so fast. It's awesome. Like I actually, I actually thought it was kind of cool. No, they want to get out of dodge as soon as you let them out. So yeah, because there's no gravity. They actually, like they wouldn't, like, they wouldn't fall to the ground like anything else would. They would fly away. So yeah, the most I could get my fairies to. I tried my hardest to get them like above ten, but it was like seven was the most I could get without all of them like escaping. You know, trying different levels. Like I said, I've been very. A lot of my hours probably this week have been me just studying this glitch. Like I said, I'm obsessed with it. Um, that's just how I am. I, I get obsessed with it and I'll forget about it later. Don't you feel a little bit like you're cheating yourself out of the way the game's supposed to be played? Kind of. No, I found like I feel by like giving I yourself a hundred thousand rupees that you can. No, never I found like spend. I, I feel like I found a game within a game. You know, I feel like I found a game within a game. I know, but you beat like that it. game I within like a game story. already. Like, I mean, isn't isn't there like a cutoff point where you'd be like, okay, I I have like five hundred diamonds or whatever. Like, I don't need. It's to make less any about more. the overall effect on the 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 whole game and more about like maximizing the efficiency of this glitch. So yeah, like I said. It's not cool. I'm going to update my game soon. I, I think that'll be my goal for this week, actually, when we talk about it later. But my goal is to, like, when I talk to you next week, I will have the updated version of that. Well, if you... Uh, crutch. Depending on... I mean, I know as long as you keep the game open, it won't do it. But I think, like, when you, whenever you... Whenever I closed it, it just did it on its own. Like, I didn't oh, do it. Well. it. It automatically... And I haven't it. done that. No, I've made a point to leave it... So yeah, as long as you don't play any other Switch games, so I haven't played any. Don't other get Switch games. don't get we are we love Katamari when it comes out tomorrow. Don't get that game. Even oh I know, shit! Even I know okay. you want to play it. Well, it's going to happen tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you might have to close it and do that. But let's uh, let's talk about Laurelin. Like you were talking about Laurelin thing. The only thing, uh, have you? Did you go and kill all the? I think you took you killed all the pirates there, right? Well, I tried to, oh, you and couldn't? I actually like had a lot of fun with it. I was having a lot of fun with it. I like made myself a couple little drones that were going around, you know, with the, like, uh, mm-hmm. uh, the, the missiles and stuff. And they were helping me out. And I went around and I just very like, uh, uh systematically just cleared out area after area after area. And then finally I was like, well, I've got about, you know, it looks like I've got maybe 5% of the meter left. So let's just find that one enemy. I couldn't find that enemy. I couldn't find that enemy. Mm. So I went up to a high area where even the, uh, you know, because it's like one bo- one uh, energy meter for the whole lot of them. The meter disappeared off the screen, so that I got that far away because I was just trying to like survey. Luckily, you know, they didn't since they were still like loaded or whatever. They didn't, they didn't come back. So I fi- I finally found the guy. I was like, oh, that's the guy. It was a lizard. Uh, you know, Lizalpo standing on the top of the ship in the very very back part, mm-hmm. jumping up and down. I hadn't noticed him. It was the same ship that the uh, the big. Like a, the large moblin guy, the mini boss guy as well. And so, like, I had killed him. I killed all those moblins. I killed everything else. I'm like, okay, that must be the last one. I get over there. I I hit him. I do like you know a really cool like I'm in the midair and I do like a headshot that causes him to fly back. He's actually on the part of the ship where there's like a little like almost a little like sort of awning made out of a skull over it. He hits that, but he still managed to to like fall down behind it and then land in the water i'm like i win now and i'm like wait a minute lizalfos can swim oh I'm like and then i wait a second i'm like oh yeah yeah lizalfos is still there so i run over i see lizalfos down there i jump down i do the uh the same thing i i use the slow motion bow and arrow take out lizalfos in the water and i'm like all right i hit the ground you know i do a nice, nice little graceful glide over to the shore land on the ground expecting to be Boom, that's all the enemies. Nope, very tiny sliver left of red. Mm. 
I shit you not, I spent at least an hour, hour and a half just looking for that last monster. Yeah. And I never found it. I never found it. I don't know where the fuck it is. Oh, no. And it was driving me crazy. And the only thing I can think is maybe it was a glitch. Mm. Uh, I actually was like, finally, I was like, well, let's see if maybe if I reload it, that monster might have gotten glitched somewhere and then they'll show up and I can kill them all. It's, you know, I had gone far enough away where the, the energy meter disappeared. So I was thinking, well, if I walk into the shrine and come out, maybe it'll stay, you know. Nope, they were all back. But yeah. the good thing is I got to keep all the items they dropped. So, you oh, know, sure, I, yeah. I still got to keep all that that shit and you know you get to like the big uh the big black moblin horn or whatever it's called that's a really nice add-on to uh like a uh, like a heavy weapon so i will say that's another thing i've done this week a lot more is like trying to pair weapons to the right types and oh get, yeah like, some really strong weapons like i don't have much less than like between 40 and 50 damage in inventory and you're probably even higher than that at this point i have i have a lot of i have a lot of 70 plus uh weapons yeah um i, I basically what is it the silver the silver bokoblin horn I have like yeah. 30 of those. So I basically put those on everything because they're like 30 or 40 damage. I found I found the ancient like sword thing, which is like plus 50. That's probably the highest one that I have. And I have a Lionel piece. I haven't actually fought a Lionel yet, but I got the Lionel horn from the monster kid, from the annoying monster kid. So I have, I, I mean, I have a collection. I haven't used those yet. Like I'm kind of saving it. But yeah, and I also have, well, I, and I, I just got the master sword. Which you can stick stuff to it, but it doesn't tell you what the damage level is, which is really irritating. I don't know. That bothers me. I want to know what the damage level is on the on the Master Sword, but it won't tell you. Yeah, I hope I find the Master Sword. Speak. Maybe that's another one of my goals. You'll find. I don't want to. I don't want to say anything about where it was. But I saw it was. It was very. It was cool. Monster I liked kids it. that you've been talking. So about they're they're behind Terrytown. One of them is in Terrytown. He'll tell you where his brother is or what. Oh no, I guess you got to find him first in that stable. That's like to the northeast of um, the landing, whatever it's called, the landing area okay. in the middle. That's You have to find them first, and you give them one of the bubble things, and then they go to Terrytown, and then they'll have a little balloon thing that shows up at night, and then you can go trade them for whatever. But uh, my, my, my experience with the Lurilin was, uh, I didn't. thankfully, I didn't have to search for pirates all over the place like you did. I actually, I beat it pretty quickly. And I was actually, I was duplicating items too at that time. That was when I learned about that. I killed them and I was jumping off the pirate ship and duplicating the diamonds and getting more and killing another guy. And uh, once you, once you kill them all, like the guy, the designer guy, which I think he's from Terrytown because he's a son as well. He asked you to bring like 15 logs of 15 wooden logs, but there's nothing around at all in the town. You have to go out of the town to get it and bring it back. So I basically... I went and I found a bunch of trees and I cut them all down and I built a car out of logs. So I made like this 12 log car and I drove it into town. I was like, duh, duh, duh. and he's mm-hmm. like, oh, I wanted 15. I'm like, damn it. So then, so then I went, and got, I got three and I made it into a three log car and I drove that into town. And I'm like, duh, duh, duh. and that's what, that's what I did. And it was fun. <laughs> I was like, and then I made this really fucking stupid ass tricycle with like two palm trees that I got from there. Cause they kind of like bend and they're really long. And yeah. You said you made a motorcycle. I'm, I'm gonna. I've been trying to make one, and I haven't been able to do it. But I made this really dumb looking. Tricycle. The stabilizer is really important. It doesn't. Them. Yeah, I haven't fucked around with those at all. I was really. Oh, they're yeah. so crucial. But uh, so, like for air vehicles, not so much stabilizer. Fuck that. Like if you're trying to like actually kind of like weave and dodge through the air, mm-hmm. the stabilizer is going to fuck you up. But anything on land, use a stabilizer. Like unless you like have some sort of system of shocks on your tires like well the big the big ones kind of have a they they like they they yeah. move you know they kind of have a bit the stabilizer is great because as long as there's energy going to the battery then it's always going to stay you know oriented in the way 
Mm-hmm. There's a there's a couple more things I wanted <laughs> I wanted to say. Uh, th- have you been to Link's house? Like where Link's house was in the original game? Yeah, in, in and I was Village? confused. I was really confused. I was like, why does someone else live here? I guess right. he I guess he gave it to Zelda, and Zelda owns it now. Oh, okay. And then she allowed someone else to live there. I think she's just cleaning the house for her because she doesn't live there. If you talk to her, she oh. she's a let's read the the mayor's wife. And okay. she wants you to spy on the mayor, which I did. I did that that thing. But because uh, there's that whole thing between Cece and Reed, and they're both running for mayor, and you have to hand out all the mushrooms for Cece. I haven't, I haven't handed them all out yet. But um, the fashion designer. Yeah, yeah. I was hoping that you could actually like go go for the other guy because I don't like Cece very much. So she gave me a bunch <laughs> of mushrooms and stuff. Have you figured and, out you know, what she's name- doing? You got to spy on her too. Like it's it's like the Twin Peaks town. Like they all want to know what everybody else is doing. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, I, no, I just I, I just as soon as she said hey. Pass out these mushrooms. I was like, yeah, no, I want to figure out how I can support the other guy. And so I don't think that's the gist of that quest, though. Well, it's called like Reese or a CC or something like that. So yeah. that led me to believe maybe I can actually influence the election and uh, do something for the other guy. But I don't think that's what happens. There, there actually are stuff involved with him as well. Like once you spy on him and see what he's trying to do to win the election, there's an additional mission off of that. Where you can help him do what he's trying to do to win everybody over. So I don't know what what the outcome is going to be, but you can kind of you can help either one, I guess. Either way, it's rigged. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. If if he if he loses, it's rigged, right? <laughs> Always right. Exactly. Um. It, but I went to I went to Zelda's house because I because I heard there's an Easter egg in there where you can see a little picture of like Link and Zelda with all the champions. You know, if you had the Champions Ballad DLC. And I'm like, I played with, I played through that. Like, I should have it. Didn't even think it at all. And then I got there, and I don't see it at all. And I'm like, why is it not there? And I'm like, oh, I'm a fucking idiot. I played through the ah. Champion Ballad DLC on the Wii U, not of the course, Switch. Yeah. Like, how would they mm-hmm. even know? I didn't even think until I got there, and it wasn't there. So, because you've never finished it on Switch, have you? No, I never did. Because why I, would you need to? Because I beat it on, I beat it on Wii U. That's where I played it. Yeah. yeah, that's where I played most of it. And I did the DLC, and I got the motorcycle and all that on the Wii U one. And I just forgot that it was a completely different system. <laughs> and I'm like, oh fuck, it's not on there. So yeah, there was that. Oh yeah, and one, one more thing, one quick thing. Uh, do you remember when we we did a whole episode about this where it was like, what is the what what do you want from Zelda, and what is the one thing that you don't want from Zelda? As a joke, I said that I didn't want tower defense in Zelda. There's fucking tower defense in Tears of the Kingdom. I found it. Stupid. In the uh, when you get to the desert area, you have to do a fucking tower defense thing where you have to build like barricades on all the different doors, and you have to protect the whatever the princess lady from the Gibdos. And I think I jinxed myself because it ended up being the thing that I said I didn't want to be in the game, and I was like, oh my god, there it is, this fucking tower defense. Was it fun at least? No, but it but it's not very long at least. Like I I died once. I put it on Twitter actually, and I said hashtag not my Zelda just just for the fun of it. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I died the first time, and then I went back and won it after that. But it's just dumb. I just don't like Chinatown Tower Defense shit. And then Jess and I reminisced about how bad uh, Brutal Legend was. You remember that game? Yeah. <laughs> it was. It, it just had like it was lined up to be like such a great game, and then it ended up being like a thirty-hour uh, tower defense game. And I'm like, Ugh. I loved everything except for the mechanics of the actual game, like Jack Black, Tim Tim Schafer, like yeah. metal, like well, how can you go wrong? Oh yeah, tower defense. <laughs> it's like. Ugh. Tower defense is only fun if it's very minimal. Yeah. Minimalistic. They lost a ton of money on that game, too, because they put a lot of money in it, and I guess a lot of people weren't interested in tower defense stuff. Is there, anything, news? Is there anything else you want to say about Zelda before we do the new stuff? I personally don't. Oh, I, I found the... I, you said you'd found this before, but I but I found the Ani Link mask, because I think you said you already yep, had it, right, Jeremy? I got that. Mm-hmm. And I also found the Phantom Armor, 
from my favorite game, Spirit Tracks, which listen to our Patreon episode if you want to hear how we feel about that. <laughs> Another thing I didn't mention, though, on the on the benefit of Spirit Tracks, Spirit Tracks has a fucking baller soundtrack. That, that train mm. theme is awesome. And it's in Smash Brothers Ultimate, too. There's a train level that's and that song is really, really good. It's okay. like it's like Wind Waker level. Like the soundtrack is baller. Cool. I mean when you listen to the Patreon one, you'll hear it. It's on there. It'll sure. be on the WRT radio also. I believe you. Let's talk about the news if nobody else wants to say anything. News and news, news, news. Don't snooze or you miss the news. So I just mentioned that We Love Katamari is coming out. It's not it's not on the English eShop, but it's out for on the Japanese eShop right now, and it's in English. So if you download it, it's translated. And it's forty bucks. Which I figured, because the other one was 40 bucks. But you can download it right now on the Japanese eShop. And it should be... I don't know. I figured it should be out today. But if you want to play it right I'm after the show, lie, you can I do li- it. I've listened to the full soundtrack to that game twice this week. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying, you can play it right now. I use my Google Translate, and it's in English. So if you buy it, it'll be in English. Etrian Odyssey 1 through 3 is actually out right now as well. It just came out. It, that's that's on in the English one as well. There was a there was a dragon there was a Dragon Quest thing. Uh, there was some because it was the anniversary and um, what is it the Dragon Quest the Adventures of Die which is which is an anime. It was an older one and then it was remade and there's a newer one. I watched some of it but I couldn't really get into it. Actually, I think this big uh, thing that I have over here is from the Adventures of Die show. This this Dragon Quest thing behind me right here. But uh, that's coming out in like September or something like that. But I think the really interesting thing from that is. A Dragon Quest Monsters game, which, uh, if anybody's familiar, Dragon Quest Monsters is basically Dragon Quest version of Pokemon. They made a few of them for Game Boy and Game Boy Color, and they're really good, actually. Oh, and they were on DS as well. I think 3DS. I actually bought um, one of the Dragon Quest Monsters for 3DS in Japan, and I didn't know that my 3DSs were region locked, so I can't play it. But I have it. I have a Dragon Quest Monsters in Japanese that I bought in Japan, and I didn't realize that, because DS wasn't region locked. So I figured that 3DS was an indie as well, but it is, it's region locked, so you can't play it. So I can't play it, but I have a cartridge of it, whatever. But that's cool. Uh, I love Dragon Quest and I love the monsters. They kind of hinted at that when they did the Dragon Quest Treasures game, because that was similar to Dragon Quest Monsters, but not as, like, complex. But yeah, I'm really excited about that. There was a, there was a Marvelous Direct. I'm probably the only, here that, only one here that watched it, but... I had almost the whole weekend to myself, so I watched a bunch of stuff. I'm like, I'm going to watch all this Marvelous Direct. And uh, I'm kind of excited about the new Rune Factory. Uh, it's called, like, Rune Factory Project Dragon. And if you wa- look at it, it basically looks exactly like Breath of the Wild. So it's Rune Factory Breath of the Wild. Even like, There's even a cover of the main character standing on a hill, like Link does, looking over their farm. And I'm like, and if you look at it, yeah, and they're riding dragons, and they're like, there's the fighting the big monsters, and and you got the grass, the big green grass, and all that stuff, and yeah, they're totally doing. Hey, not gonna lie, like yeah. a fully fully realized three dimensional rune factory with really deep farming. That might be for me. Oh, a, a Breath of the Wild with with farming also. Yeah, no, I, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, rune factory with like actual good farming and mechanics, like. Similar to Stardew or Minecraft or something like that. Mm. I thought it looked pretty cool. And then they also mentioned Rune Factory 6. So I guess the one, the Breath of the Wild one is, it, it said East versus West. So the East, the Breath of the Wild one takes place in like Japan. And I guess Rune mm-hmm. Factory 6 is going to take place like here in America or something. Oh. It's like in the West. They didn't really show anything of it. They just said that it's going to be the first Rune Factory to take place in the West instead of the East. So that's, that's kind of interesting. And then they just showed the, they basically just showed the icon and they said that they were diligently under development, the games. 
And there were some, there were a couple other ones. Like one of them was Life is an RPG, but they didn't say what it was. It's like, what if your life was an RPG? I'm like, I'm in. Uh, show me more what stuff. All, all they did was show a logo and just talk about it. So, but there was a there was an announcement about a, a multiplayer Harvest Moon that was coming out. That's that's cool. Uh, they showed some new, they showed some footage of a new Harvest Moon or whatever or Story of Seasons. I guess I, I can't help but wonder how much they're like. We gotta like catch up to. Stardew, yeah. Well, Stardew yeah. has great. I mean, Jess and I put 100 hours into the multiplayer there. So Obviously, it's, it's the Project Dragon. That's that's something else. But yeah, as far as yeah. the mainline, I'm still go. I'm still interested in playing that GameCube one, just because I really liked the original GameCube one, and and they mm-hmm. and it looks nice. Like they really cleaned up the graphics a lot. That and, Friends and, and, of Mineral Town, or something yeah, the like the the um. Yeah. Wonderful Life, that one. Oh, that one. Yeah, um, but they did. It it had all the extra because yeah, they had the one and your brother was into it. Had the one and then had another one. Yeah. and blah blah. blah. Oh yeah, he's pretty There was an announcement of a new uh, Damon X Machina, Titanic Sion. I don't know how you pronounce that, but I thought that was kind of funny because like, who remembers Damon X Machina? Actually, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop. I remember it as a release, but I don't. I'm, I'm gonna drop a spoiler right here. It's a very small one, but uh, at the end of uh, No More Heroes three. There's a crossover with Damon X Machina. It was just so out of the fucking blue, and it just—I don't think they could have done anything that would have surprised me as much as that. Like during the final fight, all of a sudden the fucking characters from Damon X Machina show up and like rescue you, and I'm like, what? And then I realized that No More Heroes three, and they were made by the same company, so I think they were just trying to be funny. Like let's just bring in some random people from another game. But I was like, Damon X Machina, like who played that? Like I played a little bit of it, but. I don't know. I still have that demo on there. That's like a three-hour demo, and I never really played it all the way through. But yeah, that was kind of like, yeah, what the fuck? But I think that's, uh, I think that's that for the Dragon Quest and the Marvelous stuff. But I really, I, I'm really interested in that Rune Factory Project Dragon, like totally. Like if it, they need to make. Hopefully, they should make it run better than Rune Factory Five does. But I, I'm intrigued by like a Rune Factory Breath of the Wild farming open world whatever thing. Like that's that's cool. And if you can ride a dragon too, why not? Well, in, in Rune Cat Factory 5, you actually have a dragon that you can farm on. You have your farm, and you also have your dragon farm. So they kind of okay. already already have dragon stuff in there. But, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited about that. Let's see. What else What else, What else? else do we have here? Splatoon 3 has a new version uh, that just came out. 4.0, yep. 4.0. I don't know what uh, is all in it, but you guys should try that game again. I think it's, I think it's pretty fun. I know it's hard to turn away from Zelda for that, but it's still good. Every time I jump into it, I, I, I still enjoy it. Too. Yeah, uh, I, I know. I know. I think they have a ska song on there now, so that that should get you in there. Fuck yes! On their um, what was it? The trailer for the version four had a had like a Splatoon style ska thing on there. So there you go. The the genre that won't die. Um, uh, what else? What's uh? We don't do that one. Um, WrestleQuest, WrestleQuest has a release date, August twenty third. I watched that trailer, and we've talked about this before, but it's like. How how do they how do they make this game and not get in trouble at all? Like you have like they're not hiding it at all. We got there's like Andre the Giant, like Macho Man Randy Savage, like Jake the Snake Roberts, like Diamond Dallas Pace. There's like all these fucking wrestlers that are exactly how they are. Like they're not altering them at all. They look exactly they're like their names they're and everything. like their fucking uh, personas. Oh, they use their names as well. Yeah, I I guess uh, I think on one of the Acts of Blood Gods they were saying that because it's just supposed to be designed around like wrestling toys, then maybe they can get out of that. But okay, but you like it's an RPG and you can summon like Andre the Giant to like pick up the ring and like smash it down like it looks amazing like i'm I'm really excited to play it and i even it, it looked like there were some AEW guys in there too or at least like people that looked like AEW wrestlers that i that i saw in the trailer and I, yeah i've been excited about that thing for a long time and i'm glad that it finally has a release date so that's pretty pretty effing rad legion legion of doom sergeant slaughter uh yeah 
Coco Beware, like a bunch of them. It's like, it's like, how did, how did you, how was Vince McMahon like not tracking you down on, on all this shit? Like, I don't know, I don't know how you fucking do that. You got too much else going on. <laughs> he's he's too busy with his weird like mustache. I don't know. There's a whole bunch of memes about like how he how he looks like J. Jonah Jameson now. He has like the little tiny like little mustache. Or maybe he's trying to look like Tony Stark or something. Let's see. Is there anything is there anything that we're missing here? It was the thirtieth anniversary of the original Super Mario Brothers movie. The best yeah, one, right? Mario the best Brothers one. Movie. The best yeah, one. Yes. It is absolutely the best one. <laughs> still um, no still no desire to see to see that one again. I mean, definitely not pay $30 for it. I'm no, sure. I'll watch it again. Wait, 30 bucks. Oh, for the 30th anniversary. No, I, I was talking about the, the Chris Pratt one. Oh, no, yeah. no, no desire. If I, if my uh, nieces and nephews wanted to watch it sometime, I might. It's still like uh, making, it's still like uh, making, make, money, making yep. bank, right? Didn't it just beat? Uh, it just yeah. passed Frozen. Frozen 1 and 2? No, not 2. Wait, it passed them? It passed Frozen. Yeah, so now oh. it's... This- that's Holy the number shit. two animated movie of all time. That. Wait, Frozen two. Wait, I thought that I thought the highest Fro- animated movie of all time was The Lion King, oh. the the new one, the live action one. Which I don't know how that's animated, that's but it's animated. in there. I know, but uh, yeah, but they're CGI lions. They're Maybe not real lions. So yeah, so it, it okay. I think look it's it up. It made Lion a ton King of money. I don't know why, but yeah. And then uh, yeah, Frozen two. I think is number two. This now Mario, I guess, is number three. Yeah, the the fucking uh, the the new the the new fucking Lion King movie. The one that uh, what's his what's his face directed? Um, John Favreau is like is like the number one. Was that the dude who did Mandalorian? Yeah, John. Nope. F- you know, <laughs> you know John Favreau. He did fucking Iron Man. He started the fucking Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, gotcha, gotcha. He uh, yeah, he did. Some, he's done a lot of shit since. Uh, what was that movie he was Swingers. in with, with Vince Vaughn? Swingers. Swingers. That one. Yeah, that's the one I was trying yeah. to think of. Yeah. Yeah, fucking John Favreau. I was just, uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think, I think we're good. I'm, I mean, I think uh, you can swing on it. I was, um, yeah, I don't. Uh, oh wait, I guess it's just um, where to go. Uh, the new Double Dragon Gaiden game has a release date on oh, the yeah. 27th of July. When is that? 7th of July. The, the okay. 27th of July at the end, at the end. So I'll, I'll wait for reviews. I don't know. The last Double Dragon, I did not like that game. Double Dragon Four, I thought it was bad. Yeah. You know, I Double Dragon Neon was supposed to be good, but I didn't, I couldn't get into that one either. So I mean, I don't know. I think the last new Double Dragon game that I liked was Super. Double Have I ever Dragon. said on the podcast <laughs> what my favorite Double Dragon is? Which one? None of them. It's the Double Dragon drink at that bar. In <laughs> yeah. 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 Just two vodka rebels. <laughs> one time, uh, one time I went to. It was like it was like a few apartments ago or whatever. One time I went to see Jeremy and Champagne, and when I was trying to record videos of us playing anything, everything. And we played. Uh, I made you play Super Double Dragon. I think you fell asleep uh-huh. while we were playing it. I did, I totally did. I yeah. saw that video. Like, <laughs> I love that game though. Like as far as like I've got that. Video I mean, I mean that's more of a John game. But if if Super Double Dragon ever becomes available on Nintendo Switch Online or something, you have to play it, John. Play I, it. I think it's I think it's a really good fighting game because you can like you can like combo. You can like catch the the enemy's legs and stuff. You can do like a you know like counter moves and stuff like that. It's it's really good. Give it a try. Nothing's gonna beat Battletoads Double Dragon. That's the best one. Oh, it's. It's pretty damn much good. better than that game. I could I couldn't get into Battletoads Double Dragon, but I love that Super game. Double Dragon was awesome. It was yeah, it had really good music too, and it and it moved, ran really smoothly. But yeah, that's it. That's our episode two hundred three hundred and seventy three. Thanks everybody for listening. Oh boys, are there? I mean, do you have does it? Do you have plans for next week? Tears of the Kingdom? Or are you just like gonna just keep playing it until you? Well, no, my big thing is it? next week. I am going to officially not be cheating anymore. I'm gonna, I'm gonna update it. That's my big goal. Also, I guess I'll say I would like to beat one more temple. Beat two temples. 
Okay. Oh, I did beat the Goron. I forgot to mention that. Yeah, I beat the Goron Temple. What did you think? What did you think? What did you think of it? Was did you think the Minecraft stuff was a little, or the minecart stuff was a little confusing, or did you like? It was a little confusing. I, I kind of had a hard time with it because well, just because you can't really because you have to ride the rails to go to the different things. Like I kind of got lost really easily. Right. And it was kind of it was it, it was my least favorite temple because I just because I got kind of frustrated with the design of it. Yeah, they could have done more to make the different areas uh, look different. It all felt looked very samey, so I got confused about where I was and all that. And oh yeah, changing the tracks up and down. Yeah, I did a lot of um, uh, uh, finding my own way in that one. Oh sure, I, I I ended up just looking online just because I was so frustrated with it. I was like, all right, I, I need to find this last fucking gong, and I'm trying and I'm tired of trying to find it. And it was yeah, and and that and that Goron guy was driving me crazy. He was trying Jess and I crazy. Where he's like, I can do it. Let me do it. Yeah, like he kept like mm-hmm. yelling at you and uh, okay, Michelangelo. Yeah, I like the uh, the Gerudo the Gerudo lady was cool. She's she's not annoying. Like she's not like hey yeah, whenever you, whenever she does stuff for you, she's just like let's go. I like, did want to say much, like, one serious as just because that's a good segue and something I forgot to mention about going to the music festival this past weekend. I was watching a because there was a lot of like DJ electronic music kind of sort of sets there too, and uh, one of them was like kind of like doing this dubstep thing. The entire song was built off of the listen, and like the whole song was like <laughs> different permutations of listen, and that like from Ocarina of Time. And I was just standing there, like all these people are just fucking going crazy dancing to this. I'm like, do they? Know? This is like we used to think this was so annoying, and now they're making a whole song out of it that people love. It like, was annoying. It's crazy, but I will send. I'm going to put a video in the Slack. Oh, okay, yeah. so y'all y'all can see that. I actually got a clip of that, and I was just like. Staying there, like what the fuck? Mm. And I kind of record, you know. I, obviously, I started recording a little late because I wasn't expecting to hear sure Navi all of a sudden while I'm watching this set, and it ended up being like the whole foundation of that song. So yeah, wow. I think that's actually pretty common. And uh, if you can find, if you can find like a clean version of it on YouTube or something, I'll put it on this episode okay. as, as an outro track and and in the WTART radio. Um, when last week when John was talking about your um Jimmy Woods mix, which I think we should still do that and put it on our Patreon. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking about my old because I had a Legend of Zelda di- like dance music disc that I made, and I put a couple um I put a couple songs on there on the on the on the Zelda Patreon, which you should check out at patreon.com slash podcast. We made it to fifty episodes on our expansion pack, Patreon only. So for our yeah. big for our big fiftieth episode, we did our own Zelda ranking where we go through the eighteen Zelda games, which I consider to be the mainline ones. And that's all like the the basic, you know, regular single player going across like Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, uh, DS, 3DS, like Wii, Wii U, like... Obviously Nintendo, Super Nintendo as well. You know, yeah, Nintendo, Super Nintendo, uh, 64, like all all of them. And I think our, I think our like top six that we're all kind of, we have like three tied for one and three tied for two. I think they're all incredibly solid picks. So I yeah, think... And unlike the other best Zelda lists, we came up with the definitive one. So. <laughs> hey, I, I, I'm, I'm fine with our list. I think we had a great list. But yeah, no, it's a, it's, it's fun. We go through all of them and rank them and, you know, give them points. And, and then we, I go through all 18 of them and there's quite, there's quite a lot in there, but it was, you know, it was fun. We talked about our memories of, I said some things I will never regret and you can, and it's only, certain games. it's only a dollar. Oh, and what I didn't want to forget is I made it to where now, if you're interested in the Patreon, you can, now you can get a seven day trial for free uh, on the five. I made it what? for the $5 level. So if anybody's interested in seeing all the extra stuff, or you want to listen to WRT Radio, or you want to see the videos, or you want to listen to our uh, 
expansion pack. Uh, now you get a seven day trial off Patreon, and they won't charge you th- anything until the week after. That's so cool. So I set that up. It's officially set up now. So go to Patreon.com/slash/IntelliMainPodcast if you're oh, in, it, if I you're at all too. interested in checking Almost. out the extra stuff. Just hop on there for a week and just listen to the WRT radios and have a good time. I think we got a lot of good stuff on there. So you know, give it give it a try. We certainly do. So yeah, check that out. And uh, you know, you can also find us at on you can find Jeremy and I on Twitter at jmaxstack and at Nintendo underscore domain. And you can also find me at twitch.tv slash Nintendo main podcast. I'm going to play wrestling games every week until AEW comes out on Monday night at around 11 o'clock. So check that out. No, uh, yeah. YouTube.com slash Nintendo main podcast is where you can find our, uh, I almost turned into Tim Kitzrow there for a second. <laughs> that's, that's where you can, that's another Tim. <laughs> that's, oh, well, you know, uh, you know, that's where you can find all our YouTube stuff and all that. Uh, but yeah, we've been your host. I'm Trey Johnson. Jeremy Castle. John Nitter. And uh, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. See ya! Yeah! YouTube.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast. Also, Ostacast? Yes. Starting a Ostacast? <laughs> I'll put that on the end part. Uh, <laughs>